time storylines there. We can keep going with this, but first, it's time for the intro. Yeah, it's yeah. time, guys. Okay. Sweet. John, Hop- John Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen, Emma Rush. This is a, a, yeah, it's, it's a new single. I've, I've been binging it. Okay. All right, that's enough. what's up everybody welcome to another episode of mind games last week we were kind of mia because i had some internet issues and everything but we're back we're back and this week we have vicky kitty on we're going to be we're going to be talking about like all we're going to be talking about various topics with vicky kitty from smash to her current professions and everything and a lot of history going back Vicky, Kitty, and I, we go, Vicky and I just go way back. Like, yeah, man, it's been since, like, the first event, I want to say, since the first event that I started going on and competing for Smash Brothers. Yeah, that as like, with the Kirby, and then before even Korn yeah. was a thing, you like... I played Sheik at one point, too, Yeah, actually. you played Sheik? Yeah, I had Mr. Arden the first pool of the first tournament I ever competed at. <laughs> like, let me tell you guys something real quick, like, let me tell you something. Like, you guys love Supergirl Kills, you all would have loved Vicky and her I raging. love Kills. Raging Antex back then. She got a lot better with her raging. She got a lot better with her raging, but bruh, even if she didn't lose a stock, if she got hit, she would like slap her knee, bruh. Like, she, <laughs> you would no. do like a knee jerk or like a facial jerk or something, I, and then the moment... I get, I get tilted easily. My mindset has... So mindset fast. is one of the most important things I've learned in playing Smash, funny enough. Like, that's the one thing that helped, that kept me going and competing, because regardless if you lose or not, it's more of like a self-improvement type of thing, where you kind of go into... It sounds like some Gandhi type of thing, but it's like you go into this meditation where, like, Okay, like obviously my mood is encouraging my opponent to continuously press buttons and get away with it. So what can I do to stop myself from getting tilted and slow down and relax? My answer was to dare them with Kirby. Absolutely. <laughs> or Gorkorin. Not on their shield, not on the shield. <laughs> or Gokorin. Or Gokorin. <laughs> and then just pin on their shield instead. You just get away with it. Damn right. Bless Kirby. Bless Kirby. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but finally Kirby has stuff and since sixty four in this game. But, so, if you guys haven't seen the last time episode we had Supergirl Kells, this is also another um, Girl Gamer episode. Girl Gamer, if you want to call it that. And we're going to dive into it because Vicky has some history on this end as a competitor and a commentator and just all around just... She didn't have a fun time in the Smash community for a bit. Mm. I mean, there were some good times, there were some bad times, and there are just some really, really stupid, stupid times, and I was apart for most of it, so we're going to hop in. First off, like, Vicky, what exactly got you into the community, the Smash community? So I've been playing Smash for way before I actually even knew the community existed. It was one of those things where I had a friend who brought PM one day to the group and was like, hey guys, look at this mod that I have a bra, we should totally play. And it was like a group of, like, I want to say eight of us. Playing in our friend's living room, taking turns and stuff sometimes whenever one of us would just not want to play. Obviously, casual fun in a living room, and we eventually got so competitive that we're like, yeah, we're the best squad here in our city. Like, we'll take on anybody. And that competitive nature uh, actually brought me to, like, bring on, like, hey, like, I I play Smash, and then the new Smash for the 3DS came out, and I actually didn't have a 3DS at the time. So I would try to play with uh, anybody that I would see. Maybe it was on my school campus, or it was with other friends that would have the game. 
and then I met somebody who actually introduced me to the game, and they brought me to Versus, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, there's a competitive scene for this, and I messaged my friends that weren't with me at the time, like, immediately, like, guys, you would not believe what I'm seeing right now. It is setups upon setups of just people playing Smash, like, friendlies. It wasn't even a tournament at the time. And I was freaking out. I remember sitting down on this one setup, playing Kirby. That was my first character I played. Um, and I had taken eight people out in a row, casual players, just sitting it down. And I remember the feeling of beating eight people in a row and not getting up from the setup. I was like, yeah, I'm so good. Like, <laughs> like I'm the mother. I am the queen right now. Y'all can't even see me. I was so mistaken because, funny enough, the first tournament I entered wasn't Smash 4 because I didn't own the game, so I didn't feel confident in playing. But it was PM, and the first person I had to play was Master Raven in bracket. Oh and I completely, I never played the game again. I never played the game again. <laughs> I just was like, all right, I'm just going to stick to the new Smash game and learn the new Smash game, and maybe we could just go from there. Um, and then that's kind of how I just started getting more dedicated to the scene. It was more so that I strived to get uh, for improvement. And I had a teacher at the time, Sabrick, who had taught me a lot about the game. Uh, I mean, why not any other better player than Sabrick, you know, the teacher of, the, of our community to help me out in learning the game. And uh, that's how I, you know, focused on different <laughs> characters from Kirby to Sheik and then to Korn eventually. Yeah. And plus, his name was Kirby's backwards, so that just throw you. Yeah, I, that was, yeah, that was pure funny. bait. That was just pure. <laughs> like you were just, you just like sugar to a fly. I didn't like, know that at first either. I totally did not get that at first. The first tournament I was able to compete at seriously was CEO 2015, and that's when I found out at that tournament that his name was Kirby's backwards. When uh, Matt Afro, you know, I don't know if you remember Afro. He lives in Colorado now. Yeah, he old yeah, old player. He he was the one that told me about it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's just a coincidence right there." But yeah, it's funny that you started off in the PM and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I want to. I don't want to say I started off in PM. Like it was the first tournament I did go to casually, and it was the game that I dabbled with the most. But then I want to say it was like a like I want to say like two month period, two month period. <laughs> I mean, we all start off with certain ones. Sometimes a mod. <laughs> You know me, back with '64, had that same sad had had that same type of feel when I saw like when I went to my my first national was was like FCD and I just see all these setups everywhere and like all these play I'm like oh my god and I was mad hype about it. Didn't sit down for like eight games straight and was bodying people so you got that Ooh. on me but like, <laughs> yeah, damn I was I'm... I mean I was slapping people on my first like my first non-event that I also but you know I was slapping people you know best mm. of my best of my town it's that I feel like it's that <laughs> spark you eventually get that's like oh wow like this is actually happening and I feel great about it so I kind of want to keep competing see how far I go and it was Man. lovely too I feel like I feel so so young because I've the first event I went to was a foundry summer of 2016 wow like in, in San Fran yeah because I used to oh. I used to live in in the bay so like my my first connection in the Smash scene was CJ and Dewan. Those were the first people I met. I was just like, this is awesome. CJ ended up becoming, I mean, I, I still talk to CJ from time to time. He's someone that I look up to like a mentor. He's He is everything I want to be in like gaming. Um, and Dewan's just, Dewan, he's... Dewan's the homie, bro, like... I, 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 I don't know how to describe him. He's the funniest dude. The nicest, funniest him. person. He's just an energetic, nice guy. That's all you guys... I, feel, I don't know if I've met this person. You never sure. met Shroom? I, I don't think so. I think he uh, met Shroom. 
I've been at the Foundry, the so if you lose within that event. area, you've been to majors where Shroom was at. Then maybe, maybe I have to see a face. Black I'm, guy, I have really bad super black guy with glasses, always smiling. Or, he plays. You shape. cannot give me that description. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're from well, Florida, where <laughs> most of them are all black as hell and everything, but this no Shroom. You see, you I see, mean, you see. Look fair. behind you. You he look does... behind you. You see that blank screen behind you? What what blank? Oh, the oh. TV screen. <laughs> Just imagine that with glasses and a smile and everything, and just straight up like a body oh, like bro, a temple. I've never, I've never met him actually. I just saw a picture. No, I've actually, I don't think I've ever met him. Really? That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Unreal. We're about to make that a thing one of these days. I swear to God, I'm like, yo, Shroom, this is your number one fan right here. Like, Watch him walk up to me and be like, Vicky, you don't remember me? <laughs> I would, I would totally go to have him do that. I'm totally going to have him do that. No, I can see him doing it. I the best part is. I'm gonna the make him purposely him. do that to you. Just like, yo, Vicky, you don't remember me? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you so, one time, uh, the last time I saw him, he was in a Mario outfit. Really? So I'm just, I'm just imagining him wearing that, and it's just imagining him like walking up, and I'm assuming you have no idea because he has this goofy ass mustache on, and he just gets all upset. Confusion arises. I love it. <laughs> It's gonna be amazing. It's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be built up. It's One of these days. Set up. It's gonna be set up. No, okay. no, definitely. Yes, yes. There, it's done. Yeah, it's my first Smash and Splash. I'll be possibly attending. Actually. Hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, I'm really excited. I've never gone to Smash and Splash before, but this would be my first time. Actually, Man, Wait. Water Park, Lazy River, all of that. It's gonna be hype. She's never been to a Smash and Splash. I can confirm that. Yeah, well, I, know, I, know, I know that. I think are you. Has Josh talked to you about the the lounge? Just I... briefly. Okay. He's talking about me because I don't mean. Oh, I was like, I don't know who Josh is. <laughs> okay. She don't. She don't know that. She don't know the peoples. I wasn't sure. All right, so we're gonna keep this going though. We gotta keep, right, this yeah, going. keep rolling. Keep going on tangents. <laughs> going on tangents. This is what happens. This is what happens when you have homies oh. on here. We did this with yeah, Zero especially well. with Smash too. Like we were talking about how like we started out with Smash. Oh yeah. It's beautiful, mm -hmm. and you not knowing Shroom, but we're gonna fix it's that. relevant. We're gonna we're gonna fix that. Like, yeah. All right, so we're gonna got we're gonna dive in harder and everything too. So, also since you you're well known in the gaming community, you know, ambassador, you're on there. You did the commentating with with D one and the other guy for Arms. Seen you in Pokemon, Pokemon, Smash, whatever else you have. I haven't been too active on there, and. We know how it is in a heavily male-dominated game of all levels, and especially when you know you were in relations with some of the other Smashers and everything. Come, can we go into? Can we like divulge into the history of how like the community really treated you as a female gamer? Um, at first, I you know starting out in South Florida, everyone actually was amazing. Everyone was welcoming. It kind of I saw it as a family. Um, I'm pretty sure I have like some sort of descriptions of some photos of a group of us where I was like, yeah, South Florida, where we're all like one big happy family. Um, and that's how I, my perception of the Smash community was because that to me was the Smash community. Uh, and then I went to nationals and I met more people beyond that, and everyone was super nice to me. Honestly, the only time it was unwelcoming was online. Other than online, everybody in person has been pleasant. No one has ever yeah. been disrespectful to me. But that also has to do with uh, some people just 
having a face on whenever you know you talk to them either that or they're just not brave enough to say the things that they, they would normally say over the internet to your face exactly so i'm actually one of the things that i was thinking about was when i was kind of planning for this episode was i don't know if you saw the the tweet from hugs what two three days ago about like eliminating words like retarded cancer and and yeah and, and so a I I think that's obviously the the general consensus that's the thing to do. And mm-hmm. and I think that we are doing it but I I think that being online being able to hide behind a username the the anonymity makes it more okay. Dude, is that you? Yeah, dude, I have a hospital <laughs> on both sides of me. I have a police police station behind <laughs> me. So I'm there's always stuff. Shout outs to uh, Chicago Police Department. No, I'm nowhere near Chicago. Shout outs to Illinois Police Department. <laughs> Locking up for him. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, I I think that the community is getting better. I think that like I've I, having seen stuff from from 08 and, and on, like it seems like the the people are getting better. The people are getting more more aware of of what is and is not kind of acceptable. Wait, you talking about 08? Bruh, let's go. We need to go farther than that. We have... I mean, that's that's as far as I've gone back. I'm sorry. We I'm, have... I'm, I'm a baby. We have I'm jumped. still considered a newbie. I want to say from my experience, it started out in uh, 2015? 2015? Lord. Yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah, D. D, are you ancient or are I you got, ancient? I feel so old. I almost got like 14 or 15 years on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still, I want to say I definitely knew Jen here, um, especially since I wasn't a Brock kid. I played Brock casually, but that doesn't count at all. Um, but from my experience in that year period, I saw a drastic change between, I want to say 2015 and 2016. And just that year alone, I saw a huge change when esports started to kind of give us the spotlight and everyone was like, guys, we need to actually like pick up our stuff and like behave. <laughs> I mean, and I think D, you can probably speak to this the best, but would you say that one of the biggest turning points in terms of the growth of the Smash community is at least like the growth of the maturity of the Smash community was when we got back into Evo? Because I feel like that was one of those points where like, oh shit, we have to clean up our act and we have to really be the best community we can be. No, our biggest turn point was when we stopped saying get raped. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I heard about that, actually. I heard about that. Uh, yeah, that was, um, I know some people were pushing for a while t- to stop that, too, when it was going on. Our biggest thing, and just about, even in the combo videos back then, like, some of them are gone now because, you know, the whole, the whole YouTube deleting super archaic videos and stuff. But there are some, I mean, obviously, if you don't know what DVR stood for back then, it's not important now. But they changed it up. It's no longer what it stands for. It used to be called Death by Rape. Wow, I had DVR. no idea. Yeah, DVR used to stand for Death by Rape. Um... A lot of com- they didn't put them. They didn't put the words in the comma videos. But obviously, once you if you knew DBR, you knew what it was. And like they have transformed from that to a whole proper esports cleanup act. Everything like they're the greatest organizations, one of the coolest, chillest people, and everything. But back in the day, if you did 
a super sick combo. You can hear in the crowd, rape, and then like, even like in the combo videos, it would literally have the word rape and everything. And like once we got past that, things were starting to get better. Like even then, there were like stereotypes for all characters, and it even transgressed over to Smash Four side, where <clears throat> like one of the big ones was if you were a peach man, you were a fat guy or you were a gay guy. Like there was no in between. You were either fat or gay. So um, so it was that. And obviously, I'm gonna ban that out. Some people just saying like, instead of saying rape and all that and retarded, yeah, retarded was another really bad one too. Uh, yeah, um, I don't see, I don't hear that very often. Even like, no, because it got replaced yeah. with autistic. So, I, I don't hear that that often either, though. Too, that started I, to die down. Autist, I definitely heard a lot autistic of autistic or autism shit started to die down, especially like you know. Like, when everyone found out, like, like, when Muta King was, like, has Asperger's and everything, like, they just started, like, just generalizing Smashes as autistic people and yeah. blah, 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 I mean, blah. Even, but, at, even at Smash and Splash, there, I definitely heard a good handful of autistic or Spurg comments, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, what does like, Spurg mean? The, it's oh, just short for someone with Asperger's. Asperger's. Oh, he's a, he's a Spurg. The three big, the three big words that started to go away in the Smash community were gay, rape, and retard. Was was kind of like turned into autism. Even autism's getting rape. Gay was really bad because you can call anyone gay. You, um, they were calling your playstyle gay if you didn't like. It. Like a lot of people back then, if they were watching Hungrybox playing. Or even like Mango or Mata and stuff. If they were like doing the whole platform camping or like just keep repeating over the edge, they would be saying, "Oh, you're." I was like, "Oh, that's just a gay style to play, lads, and everything." Like anything that was defensive, it was gay. Like offensive was raped, was raped, and everything. It was so bad. So it was. Yeah, that's, so that's those were the bad. turning points in the Smash community when we started stop when we telling people to stop saying that or this that. There would be occasions when I see in comments saying like, "Oh my god, I do got raped." I'm like, "Dude, don't say rape." Like, even yeah. in my group, like, I'll be banning people if they start, like, saying this person's gay or whatever. Like, if they start throwing up. It doesn't stars. look good either. Not It's not even, like, no. yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, ha, 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 it's gaming, it's gaming lingo. Like, we all say it. We've been saying it forever. But regardless, it's th right now, if you want to take this up into a serious level, you don't want to get that negative attention on your game. You don't want people to associate this one negative per person to the entirety of the game. And the community, because then it gives us a bad look. And it's like, no, we're not like that. But understand, like, one bad apple doesn't count for the rest. Yeah, and I mean, well, we had, like, terrible, mad, bad apples and everything. Like, we got an orchid of that shit. And, I mean, like, there are some people that you probably wouldn't have thought would say these words that don't say them anymore. I believe give, it. I'm not going to give any hints, but yeah, he's, yeah. Sleep, he's sleeping out of your bed right now. But, oh. uh, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, but, you know, times change, and that was six years ago, so <laughs> yeah, it's, we've, we, uh, we as a Smash community, we have come far and wide, cleaning our act up, and we're actually getting a whole lot better on things, too. Yeah, like what I said, Cravon, like autism has now become the new retarded. And even then, that's starting to slim down. And I don't know, they're probably going to come up with something else sooner or later. But also, I mean, the death cancer threats. Is still, cancer is still a Yeah, cancer, a big cancer one. is a big one. Um, that one needs Nazis to go away. Used, Nazi used to be one. Nazi no, used to really? be one. Really? Yeah, Nazi used to be one. 
How would you use like that in context, though, to fighting you're a it? fucking Nazi. That's all you got to say. <laughs> That's all you had to say to somebody. I mean, <laughs> God, I want to agree with you, but Jesus, it's taken on such a weird new meaning in 20, like, since 2016. No, it has not turned on into new meaning. It's just I mean, same I, stupid shit, right? <laughs> well... People just say it just because, you know, it was like, oh, man, that's a hurtful thing to say to somebody. It's like, you're a fucking Nazi or you're a fag, you're a Jew, you're something. I don't know. Like, anything you can add on to it, you just add up. You just add fucking before it and boom, it could become an insult and everything. I mean, I am going to say, like, was it, I want to say it was SGDQ 17. Someone wore a a Make America Great Again hat on stream. Did they really? Yeah, dude. It's crazy. And like throughout the stream, there were a bunch of weird political like plugs here and there. It it gave the entire speedrunning community like a bad name for a couple of days. It was it was something they had to deal with. Oh yeah, like that's, it, yeah, that's not good. And it was on both on the side of like, oh, you shouldn't be political, and oh, the all of the chat immediately responded with, "You're all Nazis!" Like every all just complete vitriol. Just bam. <laughs> It's that again, I, I, I see. I see like how someone would use it in context because it's a political thing. But like when walking up to someone saying, "Hey, you're a Nazi," it's like yeah. <laughs> like if someone just came up to me and just said, "You're a Nazi," I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like, do you not see <laughs> who I am? Like, <laughs> they hated me back then. <laughs> yeah, I kind of didn't get to win the medal. We won the medal. I, we never got the medal. Like, <laughs> I think the bad thing that's happening now that we shouldn't ignore is that now players are getting actual like threats death threats oh no we're still getting death threats some characters like bayonetta yeah, that's definitely yeah exactly that's definitely a thing that's happening now that i think is the biggest one of the biggest issues or is, diddy kong is or chic <laughs> yeah you play a certain character and that automatically apparently means that you are obliged to get death threats and that's not okay or i said i saw some you know some stuff that people were saying to zach and it just was like What's like, do you not know how old this individual is? Aside from the fact that, like, some crazy stuff has been going on in the world lately, you can't play like that. Things like yeah. that aren't be, aren't going to be taken lightly. Like, what, like today with what happened in Austin, like, with what they just caught the guy and the guy ended up blowing Ooh, himself up. up. Like, you don't, you don't joke about some stuff like that. Like, ha ha ha, why can't you just take a joke? Like, it's video games, take trash talk. No, no. you like, this you is my opinion. I'm like, that's not an opinion, that's a threat. Like, yeah. I, I mean, guess that's an opinionated threat, but that's not even a term. <laughs> I mean, I'm, again, I think this is another thing of like we're getting better about it. Like the moment someone said something in the, I don't remember which uh, Evo revealed chat it was. Back in my day, it used to just be the TOs that got death threats. But now, now it's just like players, and maybe not even players. Sometimes it could be spectators that something comes up about them, and it's like. It's really unfortunate, actually. I've like, gotten, I've, I've a... had my fair share of death threats too. Oh, I know. Yeah, trust me, I've I know. Fair... I have those screenshots of those death threats. That we were, had to like, talk about that. Ago. We had to talk about those. Yeah. We had to talk about some of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's I could read them online. If I could find them, but I, I would never forget. Yeah, it's definitely a thing that happens now, and it's behind closed doors. So unless you bring it up to light, no one is gonna know about it. Um, but I'm glad that Captain Zack has told people, like, yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. But I like how he seems, um, he, I mean, he per- he portrays that he's unfazed by it. But at the same time, you know, again, you don't know how people are out there in the world, especially with everything going on now. People yeah. somehow get influenced negatively, and you don't take things like that as a joke. I mean, I'm, I'm going to highlight exactly what you just said. 
if we don't bring light to these things, we're not going to deal with it. And that's the end of Twitch chats where we have to monitor certain words and terms and phrases half the yeah. time. Whenever Vicky was commentating, it was fun times. But, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, I, I definitely don't. I hate, I hated thinking to myself that I was not. I know I wasn't because it's a, it's a bad way to go think about it. But I felt more so like a burden to TOs because it was like, damn, man, like they have to actually go a certain route whenever it came to me specifically. No one else that they had to hire. I was a problem in their lineup, in their staff, because I simply exist that I simply had to get on stream and, and I had to ass, deal with it. If we didn't do anything immediately, Smash the, Twitter the, the was all twins. over it. Smash yeah. Twitter was all over it. Like, why aren't they doing this for Vicky and Blah? I was like, dude, we can't do it for every event. Like, some of us have to do something. Next thing you know, like the moment she pops up, it's it's literally like ten to World War Three. Like, <laughs> that's that's one of the things that the Smash community has uh, helped me grow. Aside from the whole mindset thing that we were talking about earlier when the stream had started, it was it's more so uh, character development. And what I mean by that is, I have developed this this it feels like this immune wall to what people say to me over the internet because it's to the point where i'm like well my resume looks way fatter than your entire life is probably going to ever look so you could continue saying whatever you want but at the end of the day i'm gonna get paid while you watch me so it's like who really here is the upset one because at this point thinking that way seeing my paycheck i'm not gonna get upset all right but let's Let's be real on some of the occasions, though. There were times when you and I had that conversation, when we had conversations. Yeah, yeah. earlier you, on in, in the last you year, You wanted I to quit and everything. What, like, what actually changed, what actually, like, really changed your mind? Like, you just realized that you actually getting the money piled up? It was, uh, well, aside, because money isn't, like, what drives me to do this, because it was always, yeah. like, since I was a little kid, I've always loved playing. But it's more so that I did stop doing Smash for a long time. I want to say Evo was my last event for, uh, till... The championship that was my first event in doing anything for smash in that long um and i started experimenting with other games i did overwatch i did uh amazon's breakaway i did i worked with different companies and it even made my resume look even better for future events if nintendo were to ever hire me again and it, it helped me build some sort of i guess you could say self-esteem where i'm just like you know what? I love doing this, and I know I could do it with other games, and why can't I just do this for the one game that I started this in, which was Smash Brothers? And now I, I frankly don't care what anyone has to say to me. They they can say it all the time over the internet, but again, I've never had anyone say anything to my face about that. It was really hard getting used to it. It was a process. It was more like a, like a mental thing. It was... I want to say it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you get constantly criticized i still get criticized of course you get constantly criticized and it's not even constructive criticism it's people making fun of how you look or it's people saying disrespectful things about you or it's people saying threats that may not be death threats but it's it, there's still threats like things that they want to do to you if they see you and it, it's kind of like concerning and i think about it but i'm never alone at events i i'm constantly surrounded by good company because you are who you surround yourself with you know disciple you know you and i are homies every time we go to events and you see me i'm with my other commentator friends Big as well with south florida <laughs> <laughs> i have you know all of my friends that are, are always with me at events that i know that i'm okay because no one's gonna harm me if i'm with these group of people and that actually sucks to think that i can't be alone necessarily at events 
but at the same time it's the world that we live in and it's something that i have to keep myself aware of because the one time that i let my guard down and i always think the best of someone you know obviously that didn't go the way that it should have gone and after that i would never make the same mistake twice yeah when i say that what's yeah person you think of that we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't even gonna talk about that at all. But, <laughs> but no, y'all, everyone, every, everyone knows me. Like, everyone knows how I am. Like, if I see one of my homies, I'm going up there, big ass. Like, I'm couldn't care. I couldn't even care less who you're talking to. You can be ca- talking to. <laughs> I talk, mean, you can be again, talking like, to Reggie or even fucking talking, Sakurai right now. You can be talking to Sakurai all of them, like having a big deep ass conversation. You just be hearing me, thinking. Hug. <laughs> Who this? Oh, what's up, Sakurai? What you doing? I don't care. <laughs> we, uh, this community all has the same goal. Well, I would hope that the prominent people in the community would have the same goal. And that shared goal would be making sure our game is able to reach that platform that we get the same amount of viewers that Overwatch League gets. And we get the attention from other esports brands that they could actually invest in the game without feeling regretful in doing so. Like, I want to get I wanted to get to the point where... I turn into a stream and someone's playing the game and they're just straight ass, but they still got a lot of viewers and a good amount of like yeah. chat interaction. I'm like, yo, we did it. This dude is straight booty, but <laughs> damn, but he's, he's got a, he's got a lot of watching. He's got like, a you know lot what I thought viewers. about? It's like imagine if Ninja just streamed like Melee or he just streamed Smash in general. Like imagine, no, no. imagine he's like, yo guys, like I'm here just playing, oh, hanging so... out with my wife, and he just plays. And said imagine, the one thing that would get so many people hype if Ninja or something. Imagine, imagine the crazy the thing is, Maximilian Dude actually did that with Smash 4 for an occasion. Or um, Soda Pop and TV. Oh, I, I actually think I saw that guy today. One of my friends had a stream playing on the TV. Lucky. But no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no there would be times where like I'd be going on the Twitch channel and I'll go to browse and I'd see like Smash 4 or Melee has like 20,000 viewers on a weekday. I'm just like, what the hell's going on? And I click, I'm like, oh, one of these guys was playing Smash today. I'm like, okay, one of the 20K member viewers are always on here now. <laughs> so I'm going to say the thing that I... The thing I think would be, like, maybe not the best, but probably the most fun for for a Smash stream, Hassan Whiteside. He's an NBA player, but he has like. Didn't he just play like DBFC the other day? Uh, no, that was um Darren Fox. Hassan Whiteside, he's a he's like a Snapchat god. His Snapchats are are purely memes. Like he's he's a seven foot giant meme. He's kind of like Attica, but taller. Kind of, yeah. All right, cool. Like, he has he has one, uh, there's one giant Snapchat story where his chef makes him a red velvet cake, and he's like, I'm going to call this red velvet cake church. Wait, wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and so he starts, he starts blasting, take me to church in the background. Oh, my God. And he God. starts holding the cake outside his window, and he says, go home. I don't deserve you. Is, no. is this guy a basketball? Is he even from Miami Heat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I want I want to see Hungry Box playing Hassan Whiteside in Smash Four because I know Hassan Whiteside plays Smash. Like he's played Smash on his on Snapchat a ton. Oh wow, that's actually really interesting. <laughs> interesting, but also like the publicity is so good. That'd be hilarious to actually just see them play Smash and just. Him just coming up with some random type of thing. <laughs> like, yeah, he and uh, he and Justice Winslow both play a lot of 
Well, they play everything together, but they do play a lot of Smash together. That's pretty That's funny. interesting. That's interesting. It's actually hot. And thank you for the host, too, Mono Left Door. All right, we're going to keep this going, though. So, you know, grand and not, so we're going to jump ahead. We're going to jump ahead. We're still in the Smash world, but jumping ahead on, you started, like, you know, from going from competitor more to, um... Actually, no. Prime, you do this, because you know more about Riot than I do. Oh, um, so, I don't know. Did you see, a, maybe last week, there was a, a Riot, uh, like, a big thing with Riot that they were highlighting a bunch of their, their female employees? I didn't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It, was, it wasn't for Women's Appreciation Post, was it? Wasn't it International no. Women's Day or something? It, yeah, was it for National... Yeah. I mean, I think it might have been... It may have started there, but it continued. I think I saw it. I think day. I saw it, though. And, I, I feel like it was a very vague image that I saw throwing, like, scrolling down. Oh, no. So, yeah, they ended up actually doing it for a few days, and what they did was they would just, like, highlight individual, you know, artists, designers, programmers, and uh-huh. it was... You know, it was super cool to see this this focus, especially for a company that I think has generally tried to stand for for like some equality. You know, they've they've been pretty good about that. Um, do you think that Smash needs to do something along those lines? And do you think that the in terms of the integration of like girl gamers in in our community and kind of the increase between that kind of really skewed ratio? Do you think it's just a matter of time? Because I think a lot of that happened initially in League a long, a lot, I don't know, a long time ago. But the fact that League grew as fast as it did made it easier for those, for everything to get integrated. And I guess if Smash gets supported for Smash Switch with Nintendo Versus and money gets pumped into that and publicity gets pumped into that, do a lot of these gender issues kind of start to diminish? I think so because Nintendo is going to be doing all that. I know that yeah. for a fact. And uh it's only the beginning and I know that once that people the public who may not be in the competitive scene start seeing uh let's say Kels or I um trying to do our best and trying to push the new game coming out. Um Nintendo's all about diversity. We've seen that. We've seen yeah. in their previous invitationals how important diversity is to Nintendo. You have to be standing out in your own way. Um, and when other people see that, I think it will have them want to try it out. Uh, difference right now between Riot and the Smash communities because Riot Games owns League of Legends, and yeah. they're the head. They're they're the people that people that the community looks at. Yeah. Here in the Smash community, we don't necessarily have a company to look up to because Nintendo at the moment isn't playing their hand in the community. They have yeah. you know they have their sponsored events where they have their name branded and they you know talk about new and upcoming releases in their advertisements when when those tournaments come around. But it's not necessarily where Nintendo's actively tweeting out like, hey guys, this is the members of the the community, specifically these people, like, you know, we appreciate blah, blah, blah. It's also a thing that we don't have that many women that do their own things in the community, unfortunately. We have now that are growing, especially thanks to Smash Sisters, who have brought more women into the community. And now those women are kind of venturing off to see what they like most in the community. You have a lot of them, like uh, Day, I believe she's a T.O., you have uh, Alyssa, who is in Central Florida, with Dea, who's also a TO. You have Kels, who is the best woman, uh, you know, Super Smash Brothers player yep. for the Wii U. Isn't you Day have Day in Korea right now. Yeah, Day's in Korea teaching over there. Um, Crazy. so yeah, that's insane. That's insane. And that's I also want to see uh more Smash players from different nations 
come and participate for our events and yeah. something that's going to happen that thanks to nintendo is that exactly and then thus having the potential of having more female players from different nations get involved in the community you know you have players like fuwa in japan who obviously has made waves in america so stuff like that is something that we'll be seeing a lot more often what i think nintendo does officially get involved with smash yeah no i think i think I mean, I, I think Nintendo was sort of just playing their hand very cautiously and trying to kill a lot of birds with one stone, but I'm super excited for them to finally support Smash officially. Yeah, like, I, I'm so excited. I've, the retweets I've... are great, and the, you know, the, the publicity kind of support is, is awesome. The but... biggest thing that excited me with Nintendo is when Nintendo Versus changed all of their stuff to, to smash. smash yes and i was like oh my god we're finally gonna get some light in this <laughs> yeah i was a nintendo kid that was the first game i've ever played and it was because i was i want to say four years old at the time my mom she had me on her 21st birthday so she was still young going to college so oh, she what? would yeah yeah so she i had i have young parents both my parents are super young uh my dad was also 21 at the time they would drop me off at my grandma's house, who at the time my uncle was going to high school, so he had all his Nintendo systems uh, laid out. And my grandma and I would play Mario Brothers. I would always be Luigi because I liked the color green, and she was always Mario. And since I was a little kid growing up on that, I always thought to myself, yeah, this is definitely something I have to do. Like, And then getting older, playing on PlayStation, that, like we were talking about earlier, constantly following a game, a sw some single game. And if it's not, if it wasn't Sony, it was always Nintendo. So it's always been something in my head that's like, this is something I want to do for the rest of my life because I love doing it. Exactly. And that's what I loved about it. Love that right now, too. <clears throat> Hold on. I'm kind of upset because I heard Prem open up another LaCroix back there, so... No. <laughs> I, no, but now I will. So I don't know what right. you heard. Here, you I'm going to do this right now. Mm. Man, mm. God. <laughs> mm. Drinking that nasty-ass beverage on the show of the podcast with Vicky. was wrong with you? Mm. LaCroix, what flavor is it? It don't or... even matter. There's all. It just tastes ass booty yeah. and cheeks. Oh, yeah. That's I love how he's slowly pouring it too. Like he is. I'm not even watching. I'm not even watching. I'm not even looking. It's just, <laughs> just disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had the camera locked on you and not him right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm God. telling you, Lacroix. So Lacroix is great because I like Coke because I like the fizz. And are I you about to ask her if she likes Lacroix on the on the show right now? All right. Now? No, I wasn't. But thoughts on Lacroix. Like, I hate you. Oh <laughs> man, I'm in a tough spot right now because I definitely love lemon Lacroix. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's yeah, so, so good. It's like it's like lemon bubbly water. That's what I call it, bubbly water. Okay, I love bubbly oh, water man. because I I was a I love soda for a long, especially high school. I used to eat so bad. My lunch every day, and I went to private school, mind you, so the food wasn't even bad. But since the school food was always so expensive, I was like, now nah, I'm just gonna pocket this money that I would have for lunch and just get like Doritos and then let's say coca-cola and that was yeah. what i lived off of for like three years when i was in high school last year i was like all right i definitely need to like look good in prom so i'm gonna start losing weight and just eat salad for their whole year oh my god <laughs> that's what i did <laughs> but because of that it was mostly the coca-cola where i would stop drinking coke and i would get withdrawals like caffeine yeah. withdrawals. Oh, and yeah. it would get like shaky withdrawals too so then i was like i need to substitute something that would 
give me the same satisfaction that Coca-Cola gives me without the caffeine. So bubbly water was my go-to. Yeah, because, you know, I, I don't, the reason I don't like Pepsi is because it's not fizzy enough and it's too sweet. Yeah, it I, is really sweet. Like when I get the chance, I dilute my Coke with seltzer. Oh my God. That's for you. That's funny, actually. I've never tried that before. <laughs> it's great because it it's just like, all right, it's not so sweet, still nice and fizzy, it's perfect. So the uh you can be a hater all you want, but I'm telling you, this is I'm this judging is shit. I'm judging hard. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who does this? I dilute soda with bubbly water. I exactly, love it. Exactly like what the I'm gonna dilute this with some more bubbly. It's too sweet for me. I need that right kind of fizz. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah. You're talking to a dude. When I drink, I drink like the most bitter beers. I drink my coffee black. I, I like 90% dark chocolate. So sweet is dark not chocolate's my thing. pretty good. I was about to say, you're talking like normal talk now. Like, come on, man. Everyone drinks yeah, bitter sweet, beer. Sweet is not my thing. So I'm more Clearly. than happy to get rid of sweet. Clearly, sweet's not your thing, like. But you know what else is sweet? Some of these questions right now. So let's get back onto the <laughs> sweetness going on. So, yo, Vicky, any girl game girl? What the hell am I saying? Girl gamers that you looked up to while you were growing into the community. Um. I help you grow into who you are today. I want to say. All right. So I wasn't really fluent with with the gaming community at all because I wasn't really. I didn't really know the competitive scene not i'm not even just regarding in smash i'm talking about anything i didn't i wasn't big on league um the only other game that i got as big with smash was overwatch and that came after i was involved with smash brothers um so i never really followed other esports until recently when i started realizing how important esports was now especially with my interest um so i didn't i didn't really have a, a someone that i looked up to because i felt like i was treading on new waters alone actually so it was more so like I had to do everything <laughs> alone. I feel like you were kind of like way late for the whole milk tea wave and yeah, like I, I princess, all of them like. I didn't know who milk tea was until I found out milk tea reached out to me asking if I was um ever interested in working with Nintendo at one point, and I was like, well, I love Smash Brothers, and that's the one game that I love to commentate, so I would love to work with Nintendo. Let's like, well, what are they interested in doing? And uh, she didn't have the information at the time. She was just asking a genuine question. And then I found out later on when I first had my uh, event with Nintendo, I want to say in 2016 for San Diego Comic-Con, I had worked with Logic to do the 12 and Unders tournament for Smash Brothers. I remember that. Yeah, that was the first super, time I've ever worked with Smash. I'm sorry, for intro, Nintendo. That super intro level comment yeah. that the punch you guys did and i'm just like oh it's so adorable it was so cute it was also <laughs> so hard though because they told us like yeah you can't go into depth about like how certain mechanics work in the game because sometimes you know general viewers just won't understand so i was like all right can i talk about what you guys had a layman's <laughs> term that so hard it, it was just hilarious because while you guys were doing it the chat we're just all actual smashers in there, and we're just all like, why the hell are they talking so basic and everything? I'm the only one that's, like, understanding it, and it's just, a, it was just hilarious, because I'm just like, Nintendo does know that we have 12 to 13-year-olds that play this game, like, super competitively, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, do you guys, actually, A, did you watch League 
World Championships. Oh, I think that was season two. Yeah, I was about to say season two. Yeah, when when BBC Two actually they got one of the old league casters to do a beginners commentator. That's interesting. I actually didn't and, know they did that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so it was on. I think it was on BBC Two, and they they played watched, out. Only watched season two because CLG was super dominant during those first. Because <laughs> yeah, it was um. I can't even think of his name, but he, it was it was Demand. Yeah, it was Lee, or Lay. I don't know, but yeah, I, I remember that being that was such a, a cool thing because it introduced a ton of people that would have never been able to watch League to League. Like there were everything was explained very very simply so that anyone could understand it. I mean, a similar broadcast that I had to do in the same fashion was Evo. When we, when D1 and I had to do the national broadcast for Evo, we had to speak in a very basic way to explain the game, so that way the viewers at home who don't oh, know the, some the terminology. One? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, Disney, Disney, and ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that one. And I mean, that was. I I thought that was. I think that's a super super important thing for any community to do because, mm-hmm. honestly, like it's. I mean, again, I'm new to the scene, realistically. Like, when I first started watching this, it was impossible for me to follow anything. And it was only through, like, playing it and getting my ass handed to me nonstop that I finally figured out, like, the basics of how to even watch Smash. And I, now I go to live when I was at work, when ESPN was covering all of that. And they all know that I play it. And they were just asking me, it's like, D, what are you doing? I'm like, Basically, they're just trying to kill him off the top or off stage, so they can. It's like the one who has yeah. the highest lives wins, and they're like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, "Yeah." It's basically like it's basically a big version of King of the Hill. They're like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, "Yeah, pretty much that." That's yeah. actually what a lot of my commentary try, tends to try to focus on, even in like professional games that the community would probably know. But it's always my mindset of. I'm not going to obviously break down the basics of a game when it's happening at the pace that it is because then essentially I'd be wasting my own time and like falling back in the pace. But it's more so like you have to call out things even if the combos are basic, basic combos that anyone can learn because maybe the viewers at home aren't people that regularly watch Smash. Maybe they're people that, you know, celebrities are like, huh, this looks really cool. Let me check this out. I I have absolutely no idea what's happening but that girl said that this is a combo so at least i know that if this person does it again it's a combo <laughs> like oh you my know? god this character can hit him three times in the air with one move I'm like yep very much like oh that's great that's broken i'm like yeah. <laughs> i mean, <laughs> I mean that's how that's how uh that's how rick fox got into it son drags him along to some some tournament and rick fox is like oh shit this is a awesome b a great investment opportunity like, yeah. this is a guy that, you know, he had no idea. He he still barely knows how to use a computer. Yeah. But like, it was just weird. I mean, he's, you know, he's doing some of the best stuff. He was on black entertainment right television and everything, but he doesn't know how to get a computer and all that, bro. Like, and then, I mean, because of things like that, we have Shaq streaming with Nairo. We've got... Shaq's been knowing how to do a lot of things, though. Shaq's yeah, like, I mean, he's a DJ. He had a rap album when he I came didn't out. I know that. That's actually he, really cool. Yeah, he currently, yeah he's has, a DJ. Hold up. No, no, no. Shaq has three rap albums from the 90s, and they're honestly pretty solid albums. Like, he has features up, with Doc? Fife. What's he up, got, Doc? Well, no, nah, but he's got, he's got, like, features with Fife Dog and, like, oh, who else is on those features? He has, like, yeah, he has A Tribe Called Quest. He's got Jay-Z. Um, 
I want to see he had a track with DMX, but he's a solid rapper. He's also a police officer. He's a police officer. He is a he has a PhD in early elementary education. Like the man, Zach knows. Shaq stayed busy. He stayed busy. Like he was not just a basketball player. He was. He was everything, man. He was every. He was literally everything. He was literally everywhere too. Like, damn, right, touched gonna, every I'm milestone. Quickly, this is not a Shaq plug. episode. This is a Vicky hold up, hold up. episode. I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna. I gotta plug one thing. We're not plugging anything. Our Shaq holding things. It's literally all it sounds like, and it's incredible. If you haven't seen our Shaq holding things on Reddit, you're missing out. All right, moving on. That's what I was saying. We're not plugging anything anymore. The only thing I'm going to be plugging is about Vicky. This is the Vicky Kitty episode, not the Shaq episode. Oh, uh, Shaq is pretty cool, though. He is pretty yeah, cool. I ain't going to lie. The Miami Heat. Yeah, exactly. He's from, yeah, from Miami. Come on. He, made, he played for he the made, Magic. He's he made Nestle Crunch popular. All right? You made a candy bar popular. You live in the world, bro. Like, <laughs> he was Kazam. He was also a genie. All right? He's he's Robin Williams status. Yeah, he's definitely an icon. Icon. A very, very big icon. Well, we also have another icon, Vicky Kitty, for everyone that's listening to this podcast episode right now. So we're gonna keep going with more questions. Also, guys, if you're also new to this, if you're new to these type of shows, we're also gonna be answering questions from the chat as well. So make sure you guys tune in, share the stream around if you guys want to um, keep it going, because we're gonna be answering as many questions as possible around the end of this segment. So, but. We'll keep going. Prem, I know you got some more other questions that you want to ask her, too. So Hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've I've asked this to, to a few different people, but what what do you think immediately we as a Smash community can, can do better? Like, I think that we are improving, you know, exponentially. I think everything's moving very quickly in terms of how we are growing, but from from your perspective what can we do more i think we need to figure out a rule set and finalize it so that way every other tournament could decide on what rule set is going to be legal and what players can attend certain events um depending on what characters they play other than that though i think the community has been doing a good job at keeping tournaments together i remember that last year every week was a tournament i feel like this year it's slowed down a little bit, and I, yeah. I have no complaints on my part for that because I know a lot of players were burnt out from how busy the season was um, before it had ended. But that's just because I, I want to say in my eyes, knowing that the new Smash is coming up, some players are either not going to practice and just wait for the new game to come out, which I think isn't the best idea. And then there's going to be players that are trying to end Smash 4 with a bang and then proceed yeah. to carry that momentum into the new Smash game. After the community is done with Smash 4, and essentially we'll move on to the new uh, Smash game, I think from there we're going to be seeing the drastic changes and the positive influence that the community is going to have on viewers and people competing. Plus, I'm coming back. I, too. So, uh, mm-hmm. I guess quick question for, for my reference. About how long did it take between the release of Smash on the Wii U and kind of like a, a solid, prominent competitive scene i think i mean from my point of view when i competed it was roughly around the time when smash 4 was new um not during the 3ds days so i can't say during the 3ds scene days but during the time when the wii u had come out it was 
it i want to say it kicked up really I, I like ceo 2015 it was popping like it was going crazy i don't know if yeah. there was any tournaments prior to then that i i want to say apex, uh, apex apex yeah apex was a big tournament that i had missed out slim like slimly i had gone to versus for the first time ever i want to say two weeks after apex 2015 so i had missed the the window for that tournament unfortunately but when i saw so the lucky. events during ceo 2015 that was crazy that that was definitely an experience that i was like all right, I need to go to another tournament, and I even invested in my own trip to go to MLG uh, New Orleans. Hell yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, basically, once the Ryu release popped out, it um, Smash 4 Ryu. Smash 4 just basically, like, blew up, because yeah. not everyone, everyone, we all, like, a lot of us, we had the 3DS, we practiced, we played, and everything. Greninja was broken as hell on that. I heard about that. Yeah, Greninja was, she was Mennonite. Hitboxes just were non-existent on the 3DS for some that's reason. How, that's it, how it should be. It was weird. Like he could be right in front of your face, and it wouldn't connect for some reason. This stuff. <laughs> but there were. I mean, a lot of us were playing. Like that was back when Diddy Kong had like who who Sheik had the dumbest bear in the game. Zero Suit Samus still has her same ladder combo, but a whole lot better. Greninja would just up smash you two or three times before you even thought about being able to DI for whatever god reason what Sakurai was thinking. And even the beta, even the beta was oh. crazy. Like, I mean, Mega Man was broken as shit. So, you mean <laughs> the, the beta that was only playable at Best Buy? Yeah, the Best Buy. Is that the one that had only like five characters open? Yeah, yeah and like, and, like it, it had Dacus in it still, so like all Ooh. the characters could Dacus. Um, Mega Man's Leaf Shield came out on frame one. His down smash hit you three times, and if all three connected, it was like seventy-two percent damage. <laughs> it, uh, but no, because I know a lot of us were waiting for the Wii U version to come out because 3DS was starting to get really stale. Because all you had to do, since we didn't want to work on a control. Well, a lot of us worked on the controls a lot, but it was getting so defensive that we would just camp around the edges and everything. And it was we were just all just like just waiting for the Wii U to drop. And once that did, it like Smash blew up so fast, and everyone was like everyone or anyone was just playing that game that you could just think of and stuff. It was it was a great time. Even on the 3DS, people like a lot of people were playing, and like to this day, I still get like people requesting if they can play on their 3DSs or not. If there could be a 3DS tournament and stuff, and I feel like that's one of the things that Smash in our the community, the competitive community as a whole, the one thing that we need to do better is we need to stop casting aside the other games just because another game came out. I agree. I think that's the one thing Smash players have a tendency of doing when Nintendo talks about a game that happens to not be Smash. Like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, we had Smash Four for the three S, but in the same token, it's still Smash Four. It's just not on a console. Like, like if you ask any of like if you ask like a bunch of the players, like, hey man, you want to play? It's like, what do you think about doing Smash in the three S? And everyone was like, no. Like even TLs were just like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, no, I'm like, well, I want to bring in numbers. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's the fact that it. some people were so. Okay, it's like the best description I could call it is like uh, 
baseball, American baseball, <laughs> American baseball. <laughs> it's just baseball. It's baseball, Box like where, <laughs> um, where people just don't want to change the rules because it's a bunch of old people that are behind. Like, hey, this is our roots, and we don't want to change the rules, but it's getting stale. But we don't care because people still buy our tickets. It's something similar to that where. You guys have been playing on a game controller for so long. The idea of having to forcibly play on a 3DS for every single tournament or having that as the rule set, it seems so alien to people that are just not want, don't, they don't want to be open to it. So it's kind of like, nah, if you want to compete, you got to bring a game controller. Although I still have seen people bring 3DSs to events. To, I uh, like when I used to TO, I always allowed it. I just allowed it. The only thing that I didn't allow was the. The Pro Controller? No, the Pat. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. How do you even use that? In people will use it as the controller, like you only. But it doesn't it only, like only inter work with interact one. with other other consoles. It only interact with one. You can't have like two pads on the same console. That was the only issue. Oh, okay. But the thing, the funny thing is about the GameCube controllers and the Switch. The GameCube controller registers as a Pro controller, and the Pro controllers all have digital input and not analog input wait for real yeah. i didn't know that yeah so like if you play like brawl out um it registers it as um as a pro controller which has digital input so if you wave dashed in that game all you had to do was just hold the direction just the analog stick horizontal and you could just press both buttons at the same time and you would just wave dash perfectly across the stage Oh wow, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. That's important, actually. Yeah, so it's kind of going to be interesting when like Smash on the Switch is going to come out because it's going to be played as a digital input type game. Mm. So controllers are going to be really demanding, and they should not limit controllers just to one type of controller. Because I'm just like, no. At the end of the day, it's a pro controller. So if someone wants to play with the pad or even the Joy-Cons or something, they're going to have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Do you think that... I mean, do you think we can use GameCube controllers, though, on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. I play GameCube... I play a lot of games with GameCube controller. You can play GameCube... How, how do you wait? How do you do it? Is there, like, an adapter? You just, yeah, use, they, the, you just use the same adapter that you use yeah. on Oh! Your, you can put it onto the Switch. Yeah. yeah, they they added support for that, what, a few months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm new yeah. to this. Yeah, yeah, they added, yeah, they added support for the, the GameCube adapter, which... Everyone's like, oh my god, they've announced, they've announced Smash! And it's like, hold up, hold I'm up. Like, I'm like, no, nah, Brawl Out, fam. And then Brawl Out came literally, out. Literally, <laughs> it's just a GameCube controller. Remember, there's a different console that uses the GameCube and has a ton of games that aren't Smash. There's, there's a lot of games that aren't Smash. Let's be real, the GameCube console was so good. Yep. Oh, I mean... I had was, so many games for that game console. And the thing was durable as fuck. Yeah, I, I I actually, something had happened to my, I had the original blue one, with that came with the blue game controller, and it also came with that. You mean the indigo that, one? Which one? Indigo, the purple one? Yeah, 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 that one, that one, and it came with the the copy of the Legend of Zelda uh, Master Series, where it had every single Legend of Zelda game, and including the 10 minute demo of Wind Waker, before Wind Waker had even come out. 
I had, yeah, it, I, I looked it up actually to see how much that same disc that had all the Zelda games um in right. it, how much it is on eBay. It's like $200, $400. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got it's like three, I have like three of them. So. <laughs> oh my God. It's still one of my favorite discs that I've ever played because I love the Zelda games. Um, But I remember playing, like actually getting the, that first GameCube and something happened to that one where I think something went wrong with the power cord and like... I don't know, it co-opted the GameCube when you unplugged the power cord while the GameCube was on and it messed up my GameCube. So I actually ended up getting a new one. I got the silver one. And I thought I was so fresh because I had the silver GameCube controller. Oh, the platinum <laughs> ones were the best, dog. Like, yeah, that one. <laughs> that whole 2K platinum. Because to celebrate Smash, that's when the platinums came out. The black ones too and all that. Yeah, I think the only... That was the one time when they actually like bundled up a Smash game was to in the new Smash Brothers game Melee, and if you got this system, it came with the game and stuff, something like that. Even Mario Kart like had bundles too. It was sick. <laughs> Actually, I was watching something recently where they had Melee. Oh, there was an episode of Portlandia that had Melee as a uh, as a, a museum exhibit. Oh my god, that's funny. I was like, there was something. Yeah. That's actually funny. Brief aside. Brief aside. Old, um, old ass game in a museum that's still being played today, with mad numbers for whatever reason. <laughs> mad numbers and like, honestly, some of the most excited get, uh, fans ever. For <laughs> a falcon knee. <laughs> Hell, falcon. I mean, you you could just flat. You could literally just have subliminal flashes of Mango's face on a screen. And and the crowd would lose their mind. Shoutouts to Mighty Key for making that evil video. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Mango Nation, Fox McCloud. <laughs> Mango <laughs> Nation, Fox McCloud. All right, but no. All right, let's talk more about um, Smash Switch. Hell yeah, Smash yeah. Switch. This is, this is what we're we're all here for. <laughs> this is what we're all here Unreal. for. All ten viewers right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to talk about this? All right. Name me your top five characters you want to see in the game. Ice climbers, ice climbers, ice climbers, ice climbers, and ice climbers. Pram, people this is not hate. about you. <laughs> people will hate you. <laughs> but funny enough, mine's my number one is Sora. I definitely want to see ice climbers make a comeback. Um, after Sora, though, it kind of gets a little wonky. I've had like my wishes. I know for a fact Goku will never be in Smash because. He, he just isn't allowed. It's something that has to do with the company. I, I found, I, yeah, it has to do with like only characters that own their own video games. So Goku is technically from the anime, regardless of the games that they have for Dragon Ball. He's his focus is from the anime. Same with Naruto. Naruto would Someone never be clip this. Someone in my <laughs> chat clip this because I'm gonna post this in my Smash discussion group because. Everyone thinks Goku's going to be in it or Naruto. I'm just going to tell him like, no. I've asked this question before. So the examples that I was given was characters like Nathan Drake from Uncharted would yeah. be allowed into That's Smash fun. because he is his own character in his own game. Uh, Crash, you know, Snake. Snake. Snake made it in. How did? <laughs> that was a gift, damn it. That was a gift. Don't ask how. <laughs> You know, we have examples like Barrow, Cloud. I mean, who would even yeah. think that Ryu and Cloud would be want... in their game? Yeah, I wanted Kid Goku in the game. That would be crazy. Like, if, if they end up doing something like that, then 
everything I was told was a lie. <laughs> but if it, they stick with what they said, it was more so that they can't do that because it's not a video game focused character. They don't have their own game. It's they're part of their own show. So Sora would be allowed essentially. I've always wanted Kingdom Hearts Mickey to be in, involved, but. Mickey obviously having his ties with Disney. I don't know how complicated that would be, it's especially since he's yeah he's also not his own gaming character, so it wouldn't make sense if he's there. More make more sense if like Riku is there. So, um, Lin, I also want to see Lin. I want to see Lin in, in Smash Five. Everyone always wants an extra Fire Emblem character because we got like five. You could even remove. I I don't think Corn would be in the next Smash. Personally. I don't think Corn will be. I think Corn was only used just to promote the game. You know, like yeah. Corrin's my favorite. Yeah, That's I what they Corrin. did with Roy. That's what they did with Roy and Melee and Mars yeah. to promote the games. I, I mean, and then and they ended up staying. So who knows? Who knows what happens? But I yeah. still think if they want to bring over the OGs, which, you know, Roy and Mars, I don't know if they would bring in Corrin into that equation because not so much an OG. Uh, but it would make sense if Lin isn't there. Like, it just, it would make sense. And I think it'd be also really hype. Okay, do you think Lucina will, will return? Um, maybe. Maybe I can't say too much on Lucina only because, like, I don't know. Awakening Fate. was I heard was really good. I heard some people have uh, mixed feelings about uh, you know, Fates. So I think maybe Lucina will be back in since Awakening had that good publicity. They might keep um, Lucina. I think Sakurai liked the whole non-tipper versus tipper and yeah, still similar oh, character. Yeah. I want. My golden son characters in the game. I want my Isaac or Garrett or Felix, Alex, Maya. I want one of them to be in the game. They have such oh, a unique, they have such a unique move set with the psi energy and everything, bro. Like he could just push people off stage. He can latch on with catch. He can use guy. He can use the yens and everything. Summon judgment or something from the damn sky and everything. Like <laughs> he has so That'd much potential crazy. to be in the game. Like. They keep teasing him. They gave him a trophy in Melee, made him an assist trophy in Wii, then made him like another assist trophy or something else in um in Smash 4, and he looks so clean like an actual character, and he's just not using it. I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> I, I think they'll have like characters like Shantae in, in the new Smash. Ooh, I mean, Shantae I did see the... I did see that they, yeah, announced Yuka the new Lele game. might be in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking like... I, you know, Banjo Kazooie. If we be can't cool. get Banjo, we might get Ukulele. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here, kind of just ooing and awing at all all these options. I'm just like, mm, that'd be good. You know what'd be really cool? I've always thought this in in Smash Four, but I think Pichu would be godlike in Smash Four because of Rage, like and his oh, height yeah. and his height. So I've I always thought Pichu to myself back. how interesting Pichu would be, but I don't think they would have. I I understand that it's gonna be. The same company that had made Melee that is going to be having their hands involved in Smash 5. So I don't think that Rage would be a mechanic even involved with the new Smash game. But if they ever thought about bringing it back, I know a lot of people would be upset. But aside from that, if they added Pichu in the equation, that would be really interesting. Well, like, since it is HAL Laboratory that's doing it, the same people that did the first two Smash games, mm -hmm. all they have to do if they implement Wave Dashing... All they have to do is just put an air dashing into the game. And if you just air dash into That'd the ground, crazy. it turns into a wave dashing. And if it's digital inputs, you get perfect wave dashes the entire time. 
the entire time. You can just get a perfect wave dash the entire time. You don't even have to like think about it. And you won't even get people arguing about dash backing or stuff because once again, digital input, not analog. So get a better, con you could just get a controller and it works and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, top characters though, Isaac from Golden Sun. Isaac. Uh, I would love to. I heard, you know, Spyro finally has a release date. I would, would absolutely love Spyro, love Spyro to If they bring back gliding too, oh my god. Oh, that would be so silly. <laughs> I don't. I'm not too big on having more Mario characters in the game, only because we have already so many. But one of my personal favorites have always been Paper Mario. So that would Ooh, be really yeah. interesting if maybe they replace it with another character. It'd be uh, different. He would actually have like the hammer and everything from all the games and stuff. I, I can see his spot dodge being him, like going, like turning. So he's just a he would paper. Be like another Mister. <laughs> he would be like a Game of Watch type of character. Like yeah, yeah, he would. He would. I wouldn't necessarily mind Paper Mario over Doctor Mario. That yeah, I could see I that. Doc has okay. been in the games for so long too. Yeah, and I feel like Doc hasn't been terribly relevant since Melee. He has not. I would also like maybe like another Zelda, another Zelda. I want character. Shadow. I want Midna. Midna, yeah, that would be that'd be interesting. Midna Wait. would be crazy. Or uh, they'll probably put in another Breath Breath of the Wild character. Yes, actually, uh, yes, we so... did see Breath of the Wild Link in that trailer. Okay. Oh no, Dude. that was the funniest thing. So like, in the Smash discussion group, there was one of the funniest things that they posted. One of the one of the, one of these really memes that had me dying. Because you remember how Link and Squid and Ink Girl are in Mario Kart Deluxe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it shows like in the cover when it shows um Link is all smiling, but it shows um Ink Girl. She has a green shell and she chucks it at Link. Oh my god! And then it trans <laughs> and then it switches over to when she sees the Smash emblem, and it's just like shit. And it just shows Link saying like, "Oh, you thought I was gonna forget?" <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. Yeah, if you look at the Smash games, they're all mad at each other. They're all looking for blood. And then, actually, if you look at Mario's face in any competitive Nintendo game, oh, he he's looks, always he's so happy. Mad. He's, he's so, so happy. He's so no. Luigi's the most intense one. Out of all, out of all of them, Luigi's the one. Remember the whole Luigi death stare meme. The the oh, it, it's, now's my chance to defeat my brother. Like in every <laughs> other game, though, Mario's like happy, except for like Mario's super supercharged strikers, like. Mario Strikers is when he looks like the most intense. And everything else, he's like, always has that big old smiley face on his, like him and Kirby, like everybody. Then you go into Smash and everyone's just dead ass serious and just like, yo, man, I'm tired of your franchise. We about, we about to duke this out, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine a Skull Kid was in Smash? God, yes. Oh, oh my gosh. That'd oh, be my God. Crazy. Yes. That'd be insane. I'm just thinking about all the possibilities. He's got to and... put in a Zora. I mean, I yeah. I mean, there's also like so much skin possibilities too that they could have. Like, if they do something like with what Overwatch does when it comes to esports, like, okay, let's talk about sponsor skins real quick. How crazy would it be if Nintendo would open their avenues up to esport teams and sponsors that are able to put in their jerseys as a skin that players could play casually if they go online? That'd be sick. Like, I mean, that's they crazy. can do what they could do what um what Rocket League did and have the, the team flags so you can buy the team flags and the some of the, the money goes to that team. I think Ooh. that's like a that's a super super viable way for like your platform can be the team platform. Mm-hmm. Like, That'd I mean, be insane. Your respawn platform, like your that could be a specific one. 
I mean, 2GG did that for a little bit. They had, like, you yeah, had the mods. The, yeah, yeah, with, with the, the mods. mods. Then, you know, you get in trouble for that. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's not legally distributed by Nintendo. But if they were to ever consider something like that, I feel like they'd be rolling in cash just because yeah. of the profit you could be making off of so many different skins from different characters that you play. Yep. Agreed. So little stuff like that I would like to see. And maybe um in the multiplayer screen for the, N- the Nintendo Switch, if they could like provide a link to any major event that could possibly be going on that weekend. Like, hey, check out the m- most recent tournament going on for Super Smash Bros. 5 or some shit. You know what's Pokemon I want to see come back? Squirtle. That'd be cool. That'd be Squirtle. interesting. If they brought if they brought back different, like the... Or Pokemon trainer. Put in a Cineroar. Put in a wrestling Pokemon. I mean, or they would probably bring back new the newest the new gen new gen Pokemon yeah, I mean, to like advertise maybe like a new Pokemon game. I mean, I know they're not going to bring back Greninja, but I'm, I wish they would bring back Greninja. They might. Greninja's super popular still. Yeah, he is. He is, especially like, since Luc- he was like the icon with that. Greninja Ad. is literally Lucario and Pikachu icon. Like if. If there's a mascot in Japan with a Greninja mascot, he's, you know, he's forever branded in the Pokemon world as one of the favorites. <laughs> yeah. Especially after he lost, he was so should have won that damn fuck. Or we could possibly see, like, Peach getting switched out for Daisy. I think that would no, be really interesting. You know what I that girl Daisy! What's wrong? No, Daisy's Ar- Armada, ne- Armada just... He wouldn't even have to play the game. He would just be like, no. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. My peach away. I'm not playing this game. He will make a YouTube video. He would take a. He will make a YouTube video saying, "I was like, I'm never playing this game again." They took away my peach. They (laughs) They took away my peach. They put in Daisy. I'm so mad. I'm. This is unacceptable. (laughs) I mean, I know they've also been like dabbling with Minecraft, and they've been dabbling with um, Undertale. I know is going to be coming out for the Switch. I. It just seems so far-fetched that maybe those characters would get it in the game before characters that are obviously Nintendo Party, which I think if Nintendo's stuck with a Nintendo-only roster, yes, it would take away from the excitement that you get from seeing Cloud and, you know, fighting Ryu on stream, but it would also give them the opportunity to actually extend, like, without thinking about the copyrights of music and stuff like that involved... From other companies that they could kind of like, hey guys, we could push this game to the full extent without thinking about any liability issues from other companies. Yeah. Put in more Kong characters too. Donkey Kong characters. Yeah. Free my girl. Dixie Kong. About to say free my girl Dixie. (laughs) Dixie and Tiny. Oh, you know what? You know what? I think they need to bring back. They need to bring back the main character from Quest sixty four. Everyone talks about that character. What character? From Quest 64? Uh, Did you ever play Quest 64? I don't think so, no. You gotta look into it. Really. But, um... It's pretty, he pretty much reminds me of Isaac from Golden Sun. But... Oh, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, it yeah, does. Actually. Yeah, I was about to say, he just makes me think of Isaac and all of them. Oh, he's and, adorable. Yeah, exactly. Just put in Isaac. Yeah, yeah we're good. Think, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> The graphics actually look really good for this game. That game was amazing. Yeah, Quest 64, I played it with a friend of mine, and that game was super good. Put in James Bond. I'm going. I did play that game, though. Give him, give him like, the golden gun as a Smash, as a Smash Ball transformation. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, that's another thing. Imagine if the characters could use their smart their smash ball moves, but it's like charged as a bar instead of having to hit the ball. I don't know. That'd be cool. And then like the little sign, the little sign would be the smash ball. Because that is the icon for Smash Brothers, so you can't just take that out, you know. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of things like, cause it's not it's not a Bandai Namco game, so it has to be a new game, or else it just has to be. No, one of the oh yeah, one of my members actually showed me like this interesting concept. Okay, so you know how in Smash Four, you know like how the emblem was where the flames were inside the Smash emblem. Mm-hmm. But now oh, those flames yeah. have overrode this have like seeped out of the emblem and everything. Uh huh, yeah. So like I they said like the concept was that of it is basically it might be just same game like a port but a deluxe edition where they actually go all out. Like the like everything just becomes more intense, like the flames become more intense and everything, like they even like the smash emblem camp containing everything so we might have like a port or it might just be like a really cool deluxe edition with more dlcs and like maps and everything and if that's possible i hope to god they bring some some of the 3ds maps into the game that would be so great because we definitely that's another thing is stages we We need need to we need stages we need to we need cooler stages Damn. We need good stages so that we can't justify the fact that Lila is legal. <laughs> li- we need stages that don't have a lot of stage interaction in the game. And even if they do, we need to let some of those interactions just rock because some of those stages are just pretty nice regardless. <laughs> regardless of the interaction that happens. Like, yeah, you know, Magic Cant has, you know, the defender coming in and fighting if you hit him and stuff. But at the end of the day, that stage is beautiful. Or even like, um, damn it, what's the, what's the region? What's the French region in Pokemon X and Y? What was it called again? The French oh, region? Um, the French one? They were in oh. France. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Whatever. But, yeah. but no, whatever. That stage was amazing too. It was like a transformation, but like, it, it was like a mute city, but with different type of things with the platforms and all. It was really cool too. It was like a cool mute city transformation type of stage. That was another one that I liked. But going in with the Smash community, because this is mostly a Smash podcast episode, um, for all you guys that are going to be listening to this, even though I highly doubt most of you do, because you guys didn't or anything, fuck off. Love you at the same time. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> tweeted it out. Like I know you times. tweeted it out. Kels tweets it out. Other people tweet it out. But, you know, like. Zero, zero didn't. Zero was, didn't even know what the zero, hell was going yeah, on. Zero, in was, zero was <laughs> zero was just so. Zero couldn't confused. even hear you. Ha- couldn't even hear us half the time. So I don't even know what the uh, hell was going on at his end. I, I don't. <laughs> what were, What were we trying to do? I. It was something really stupid and convoluted. It was. You had to send me your message, whatever you want me to ask, because he couldn't hear what you said, but he can hear me. And because we were chat, on like, and because the chat couldn't hear you either, because we had to do Skype and Google. Oh, probably Hangout. had to do something wrong with your your mic. Yeah, we had to use Skype yeah. and Google Hangout and everything, and like half of the time he just couldn't hear a single word we were saying, and we we're just like, all right. So that was that was a rough episode. But no, going on with what I was gonna say with the Smash community, it's like, all right, one, we gotta establish a rule, but 
two. We gotta stop making these stupid secret societies every three or six months or whatever. Oh, it is. like what the the twenty five or whatever it is. The twenty. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I heard melee. about that. Yeah. Like, Smash it's Four has something else now. I'm not in it, so you know, cause yeah, like once I realize I'm not in it, I realize I am not relevant apparently. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, no, it's more so like I I want to say I don't know what I don't even know what happens behind closed doors like that. I what I like to do is I think about what I like to accomplish, and it sounds so cheesy, but it's like I want to do this by this month, and then I end up making it happen, and that's literally my focus, and I tune everything else out around me and uh, until it pertains to the game and maybe rule sets that i need to learn i will definitely relay the information to the stream or i will keep that information in mind when i'm playing because that's where i learn most of my stuff is by playing the game hands-on and go from there but everything else that happens behind closed doors it's like guys this is a game like yeah like unless you're talking about a rule set discussion like but if you are gonna do that at least have a universal agreement so that way other tournaments are kind of like not doing their own thing because it looks a little messy then. Then and at the point, like even if like one is because everyone wants to like bump heads about every little thing of the main issues where they just see stuff at face value instead of looking at at a bigger picture. Like overall, like the long term, like it it got to like for like literally like biggest example was um, Apex twenty fifteen was the first Smash Major ever. Ever for Smash 4. Uh, he like, uh... <laughs> literally would have if we if we had gotten our way Smash today would have been played with three stocks. Oh man. We actually wanted to do three stocks at Apex 2015 and then that and but because we were bumping heads with the other TL we decided just for the sake, just to get the damn rule set set in stone to do two stocks. Interesting. So we is let, that why we we, let, we play on two stocks today? Yeah, we let the Mies rock too. That tournament, because you know, like, because everyone was upset about me brawlers down throw the up B kill for what I can't remember what I think it was up B two or something like that, but. It was basically if you do like one of the certain hitboxes, it was a guaranteed kill no matter what your percent was. And so many people were mad at us about it. But at the end of the day, when they realized like they, the people that even were, the people that were there didn't even like get into top eight, even using the meat, brawler cheese and stuff. But there is just so many things like, cause back in the day when Apex was like the first tournament, like the first major all the time every year, cause it was in January. So a lot of other events will follow suit because they're like, okay, this is cool with the Apex rule set. And then eventually... Yeah, and they stick with the same rule set. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like it would usually stick and then eventually like someone would change it up. That was what I felt like because I felt like if we actually did three stocks that day, that event... Things would have been different? It, things would have been different. Like we would not... It's like we would have Texas at our events. We would literally have more Texas Smashers at our events. The only reason why we don't have that many Texas Smashers is because Texas stuck with three stocks. With three stock, yeah. I know. Yeah. What I think it should be determined is I think you should grab a pool of different people that play a role in the community significantly. You got the players. You have the top players. You got the tournament organizers, potentially commentators since they're analysts technically. 
Um, and then you've put in a pool of other people that may have significantly watched Smash, I would say, and then from a viewer standpoint, what they think based off of what everyone agrees on. Yeah. And I think with gathering all these different people into one room and deciding on what should be the rule set of the game, I think that's the best way to determine it. Yeah, like Cassandra Nova said that too. Like she wanted like this, like certain groups and not just one. Because a whole bunch of people are always just like, we just have the top players make the rules. I'm like, like no, top players should never ever. No, because it's gonna, it's gonna be biased by default. It's gonna be biased as hell. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be biased by default. But if you, I'm not saying that they shouldn't, you know, obviously partake in yeah. this, something like that. They should, and then it's you should incorporate. It shouldn't be top players only. It. Yeah, it <laughs> should be more people than just top players as well. But I, I would like to see from their point of view what they have to say, and then discuss it with people that aren't top players, but play a big role in dealing with top players and other players of different levels and see what the conclusion would be. I've always thought that would be the best idea to determine a common rule set for every tournament to adopt and maybe not have a scene left out like Texas where they're still stuck playing three stock. God have it. Like if we just had like just only one certain group run the rules, Bayonetta would be banned, Cloud would be banned, and then yeah. everything I mean... else would be banned. We were only playing on Omega stages for or battlefield for the rest of the Smash community. And it just, just <laughs> died. Like, <laughs> you literally just be like, okay, we don't even have any stages to play on anymore. Don't have any characters to play with. And that would be an important thing to keep into consideration too. So even in those top players, I say you should have one Bayo main, one Cloud main, and then mix it in with maybe three more top or three to four more top Smash players, and then include a few more TOs that you know have done deal dealt with a bunch of events with a certain amount of entrances that could be mandatory yeah. commentators, and then more other people that are from the outside point of view looking within the hourglass. True, and this is like yeah, Kalos reason. Thank you, Craven. Thank you with the backup. Love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over at the chat and he's like, Callus Region. I'm like, yes. That's, That's the reason. The I was thinking. Oh, you yes. Callus Region. Yeah. You know, it's bad when you can name all the other regions but that one from X and Y. <laughs> you know, it's really bad when you can't even, like, if you can't even think about it. I was like, damn, that game was not even relevant anymore. <clears throat> God, I did not spend much time on that game. I did only because of Fennekin, because the character was a fox. My Pokemon was a fox in the start of the game, and that made me happy. I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> Just to find out that the fox was ass later on in the game. But, um, we still got some more questions. Prem, we got like half an hour before we wrap up. I'm about to Ooh. type up to the chat. It's like if they have any questions for Vicky, just go ahead and shoot them, and we can start shooting them off at the end of that. So, go on, Prem. I know you got one more. Um, I actually, I think there was one question on Twitter. You should uh, hop on Twitter and check. What's the um, one? Which one? Oh God, I don't. It, I think it was a Smash Switch question. I'm sure. Was it? I th yeah. I got a few of those actually. I think it was majority of Smash Switch. Yeah. Shoot them off because I'm not. My Twitter's not. Uh, new characters, more legal stages, modes, online, single-player campaign, stuff that we have, we've covered. That's that? definitely oh. yeah, one of the most important here's a, things. Here's a question. Do you think that the Joy-Cons will allow for something like an ICs or, um, I don't know, any other dual characters, like a, a ukulele or a Banjo-Kazooie? 
I think any wireless controller for the Switch will not be allowed at tournaments strictly because of what Pokémon has had to deal with because of wireless uh, controllers. Really? Joy-Cons constantly having the Joy-Cons the connection gets interrupted by the other Nintendo Switches and oh. other Joy-Cons. So it's it's a connection interference actually that is a problem so it's best if you actually have a wired controller. Oh, yeah, it's it's, an, it's some it's some it's some in-air interference whenever so many wireless things are trying to connect to something. That's what I was told actually by Kino. Um, you guys know who Kino is. He he does poke and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually pretty good to let all the other TOs know about that. And before... yeah, if, if anything, they should talk to the poke and TOs just to figure out what they deal or how they deal with it. If maybe a player from the new scene wants to come in and use Joy Cons and what they tell them, um, I think they it's you have to have like a wired connection. Like even in the brawlout community, like what I found out interesting, not not even regarding the controllers is how they do the stages and strikes. They mm-hmm. literally just have all the stages available for the strike. And they'll either let player one or player two pick who goes first. And everyone just strikes one off, one on, one, 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 like the entire time until there's only one stage left. And they ban the FD stages because of the lighting and everything. Because they even said, like, instead of just, like, just dealing with one character, they just outlawed just banned the stages completely dang <laughs> but you know like how everyone would have, would have had like an issue with final destination on smash 4 uh-huh that would have been a banned stage if if you went with like a brought out format just because wow. you know like how like the bright light bugs people and everything <laughs> yeah yeah which is funny because isn't there like i don't think it makes a difference i haven't really they always said like if you put something omega, omega it goes away i'm like no it doesn't I, it doesn't right yeah no. i've never noticed if it actually makes a significant difference or not no. omega doesn't do anything for for FD. what's what's funny actually though if you pay attention to the background of fd some crazy stuff, stuff ha- a lot oh, yeah. of crazy stuff it's is like happening. a story like, of itself is like happening the entire in the universe is ending in the and back it, of and FD. it's getting created and it's being recreated <laughs> it's, it's being remade like earth is crashing into the sun and it's like like so, so as far as we know, I think the story is that at that moment, whoever's on FD are literally gods fighting. I think or something. I don't know. It has to be like that's so cool. Even like in like in the reversion, like yeah, the, even the reversion, like we go into the planet and everything and stuff, and then go to this Wii U version. That planet gets destroyed and <laughs> life begins anew for whatever reason. Oh, you I mean, want to know you... who I want to see come back? You want to know what I really want to come back? Um, who? Subspace Emissary and Taboo. No. I want another. Oh, I want yes. another boss character. I want to, like another single player mode where we just go on an adventure. I I would love a good single player mode, like a good campaign yeah. for the new Smash. It'd be so fun! Like just put in Smash Run, not that stupid board game. We had to. Oh like, God! And we had to use to try to unlock all the customs and stuff. Yeah, the thing takes so long. Just give us custom. Just give us free customs. Like, just call it Super Smash Bros. Full Blast or Full Burn or whatever you want to call it with fire. Something to do with fire. And then say all customs available. And boom, we would have customs back. Customs would be available for new Smash games and everything. Because we wouldn't have to grind them and everything. God, we did not have to grind it because. Yeah, grinding not... is dumb. Dude, we had to unlock everything for Apex. 2015, the day before the event. No, I've definitely had to do that for an event where it's just like going around unlocking everything on all the consoles. It's a pain in the ass. I hope it doesn't ever doesn't end up being a 
giant. Oh, like there a, you guys go. Yeah, you, yeah. Fro- you froze with like your neck like hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you guys at all. I was like, why did the screen just like not? I don't. I was see? looking at your camera. She's like, she is really deep. Oh, no, she froze. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we're going to get any crossovers between Smash and, uh, well, not, like, any characters from other platform fighters, like Rivals or Brawlout? That'd be interesting. I, I don't know see, if... if... I want to see Paco from Brawlout. Is that the That Lord? would be really the, cool, actually. The four-armed frog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spinning pile drivers and has Donkey Kong's cog- cargo throw and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I think there's a lot of really cool character design in those games, and I think... Because they were made with Smash players in mind, I think it's not un like out of the realm of possibility. They have icons and rivals that have. Yeah, it would all have to deal with like how uh, Nintendo is going to be approaching it. Like depending on, I I mean, it's on the Switch. It's very possible. Yeah, like almost anything's possible now with the Switch. Because again, all the lineups we got, like, watch, we're gonna have a Dragon Ball, we're gonna have a Dovahkina in the game. Or something. Oh my god, I would I I literally Dude, thought if, about that before. His, <laughs> it, I literally thought it, about if that. If you can charge his Fus Roda or his neutral B, like if you hold it longer, it just goes from level one to level three. Oh my god, I will be How ready. would he even be designed? Like would he have the, the usual like helmet with the with the horns and it stuff? It has to be like, the helmet with the horns and everything. He would be a Oh my gosh. Did he you know I actually Nord. wanted to change my tag to Dova at one point? Dova girl. Dova. I just literally was gonna have it to Dova, D O V A, literally just like that. You because know how I many people were just thought you were thinking about Diva, and like I'll be like, I know, Skyrim and I actually knows. thought about this before when Skyrim was announced for. I want to say no for PS4. That's when I was like, I need to change my tag. I need to change to Dova. I I dedicated so much time to Skyrim on like five different systems. I have a problem. Yeah. Definitely had a problem when it came to Skyrim. Skyrim was one of those games Burn, that you I have played. No problem. We, I just, I just... Okay, I gotta ask, what's the game you've bought more times than you? Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim. 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 Yes, yeah, for me, it's it's The Last of Us. I've bought that game. That like, game is so good. I bought that game three yeah. times. I have the, I have five copies of that game, and one of them is the uh, the post pandemic edition <laughs> oh that is still God. unopened. And that thing, I bought it for like four hundred dollars. It's worth five grand now. <laughs> Yeah, no, that game is probably one of the best games that Naughty yeah. Dog has ever created. No, one of the best games, period, out of the yeah, it's, it's, like It is, for people me... People say that game is overhyped because everyone's like, yeah, it's so crazy, but it's a reason why it got so much good publicity. Yeah. Like That game is actually one of the best games I've ever played, story-wise. That was one of the first games... trying to think for the end of a game I, I cried at the end of the last of us um I, I was watching that ending it just did not make me cry no it's the full experience oh, no no the... i know a game that made me cry final fantasy 15 i still haven't played that for 15 ending of 15 made me cry <laughs> okay that that it it made me more upset than anything, but I'm not going to spoil it. But I, I definitely loved Final Fantasy 15. I just recently started Final Fantasy 7 with Max, funny enough. Hell there is. Yeah. Right. Is he going to let you play 8? 
Uh, no, he's been playing six. No, you've been playing. Have you been playing eight? Fire? Yeah. Oh, he has been playing eight. He's oh, been, been playing eight. My boy. Yeah. Finally, yeah. he gets to the light. <laughs> yeah. Are you are playing. you an eight? Eight is the best, dude. Bruh, I fell in love with eight. I fell in love with I the felt, characters. I fell in love with seven, and then fell really in love with nine. Yeah, well, this like, is my first time was, playing Fire Emblem, and it's seven. When I was a kid, I like intensely fell in love with um all the girls in eight for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I was like, especially like when you get to the city and you get, I can't remember her name right now. You know when when Squall's doing the dance, when he's doing the dance with girl and everything. I'm like, oh my god, she's gorgeous and everything. That was like my whole mindset when I was like a little kid. My husbando is definitely Kent. Yeah, redheads, man. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, no, that game is definitely really fun. I this is the first time I played it, so I also um. My all-time Final Fantasy waifu is Aphrodite from Final Fantasy X, though. Aphrodite. Well, summit, here's a. What would you do to have Sephiroth as a final, like a hidden final boss in Smash? Freak the fuck out, like. <laughs> oh, that would be insane if Sephiroth be was the in the game. I'd be like, hold on, hold up. Sephiroth gets in, but Cloud's not back yet. The fuck? Yeah, no, that, that, that would be black. This is all assuming Cloud is brought back. No, watch them put in Sephiroth and not Cloud, just to, like. That'd be whack. That also be like, would mean that Sephiroth would be so busted. Sephiroth like, would be on. The, if what? they put Sephiroth in the game, they have to put Sora. I would be so mad if they did it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just have Sora, Cloud, and Sephiroth, and they'd be like, "All right, so we're about to have this Kingdom Hearts run back again." Yeah, it's not even like <laughs> it's not even a Nintendo game at that point. Again, watch them just scrap it all and put Squall in. I will, I will freak out. I will main Squall, and a just, heartbeat. You just get the Gunblade. Hell yeah! I'm like dog, I got a Gunblade. I'm about to pop everybody in their chest and then stab them afterwards like don't even question my authority with squad so, like that fun fun fact so you know how in kingdom hearts the like first fight fight you have is that fight against squall in the center of traverse town yeah, yeah. The, the first time i played that game i beat squall it doesn't make a difference it made me really angry when i found out that it doesn't make a difference you didn't know that no i was like dude i was like seven you were so happy. You're like, oh my god, I did it! Like, I I remember the thing that made me want a PS2. I I had a PS1. The thing that made me like I need a PS2 was watching Adam Sessler preview Kingdom Hearts, like right before Christmas. I don't know, 2001 maybe. Yeah, this game is so old. I I forget sometimes because the graphics were yeah. so ahead of its time. Oh yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, the music. Traverse Town is still my favorite. Kingdom Hearts won the music. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually been craving replaying Kingdom Hearts for quite some time now. Like, I try to play the first game again, and I'm just like, after you play two and every other game with better combat mechanics, you need to go back to one. You're like, why? Yeah, one's so, one's still a little tricky, so clunky, and you can't even do anything until you get high jump anyway. <laughs> God. Kingdom Hearts 1 is probably one of the only games that I would actively want to speedrun. That, the only three games that I would legitimately speedrun are that, Jack and Daxter, and, and SMO. I've thought about speedrunning Wind Waker one time. Wind Waker is probably one of my favorite games, next to, like, The Last of Us and Skyrim. 
As long as they keep Toon Link in this match, everyone would be happy. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. But if they added another character from, like, Wind Waker, maybe, like, Tetra, Tetra would be really cool. I was say, they gotta add Tetra. Tetra would be I cool. mean, okay, do you guys think we're gonna have two or three Links? Probably, like, two. Uh, probably two. See, I kind of think, I think three would be good. No, I'm saying... if we get, Bre we're gonna get Breath of the Wild Link, and we all already talked about how broken he is, because the, if they give him his dodge mechanic... That's another witch time. Yeah, that's true. That is actually. another witch time. I mean, Jesus. Just imagine if they give Bayonetta dodge offset. Like, but it's even a worse. It's even like a upgraded version of witch time because that sword hurts. <laughs> Hits you with a sword. Like Link always has strong knockback. Think about Link with witch time, and then he just hits you with like a smash attack or a dash. You better be slow. <laughs> you still better be slow. <laughs> or, or it could be a skin again. Like you know, you, we never, we don't even know yet. But I don't see Link having three variations and Mario only having two. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's very true. So like Mario, if Doctor Mario is involved, maybe they'll do like Mario and Paper Mario, or stick with the same old Mario and Doctor Mario. Mario's definitely going to be in Smash. Are they like putting like a high reward? No, they're not. They're, they're going to scrap having Mario in Smash completely. No, they definitely will never do that. Like they, <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be that wouldn't be Nintendo. <laughs> it be Super, like, Super Luigi Smash. It's just like going to be the name uh, Brothers or in the name or in the name. Yeah, the it's just, and it's just going to be a bunch of different versions of Luigi, all with different. <laughs> It's, it's gonna be like Kirby, but it's just Luigi wearing different hats. Oh like, my gosh. Beat a, when he was a villain. Mario Odyssey, though. Alex, if you're listening. Yeah, Mario <laughs> Odyssey. I think that's gonna be the new. That's gonna be the new Mario too. Yeah, I think so too. Pretty sure with that's gonna hat. be the new Mario with the hat. I'm gonna be oh. more scared of Up Smash than ever before. Oh dear I'm lord. Gonna be scared of. It's <laughs> gonna be scared of that damn ghost like taking over my body or something, and then getting an Up Smash or something. He just make you SD. He controls your character so you can just run off stage. You're <laughs> so cool. Oh my gosh, I would totally do that. I will be so mad. We're like, why did they make this a normal attack and not a <laughs> not a Smash Brawl special or something? Yeah, that would have to be some sort of special because that would be busted. That would be, be so, so broken. <laughs> Dude, even his recovery options would be like great. Like if they added where. You toss it you and, jump he, and jump off and your hat. Oh, jump off the hat and just bounces off. Oh my god! Like dear Mario, lord, Mario would not, would never die. Like you would have to be really, really bad. I with would Mario. probably play Mario first <laughs> if the game came out like that. It would be the one time where Mario's like absolutely top tier, just because he now can recover anywhere in the finally, world. Finally, our iconic character is good. I yeah, mean, right? Like, like finally, report, Link... He'll be the best one. Like, finally, Link and Mario are finally good in their fighting franchise that has the name Brothers in it. <laughs> Luigi, on the other hand, nah. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy never gets the spotlight. No. Luigi, Luigi's great. Just like, gotta, gotta get the good RNG. Like, we have, yeah. like, we have Donkey Kong's deadly up, cargo up throw up there in this version. Now it's time for Mario to have something other than just up smash. Like, just make Mario broken for like three days and then nerf the shit out of him. That. That's <laughs> another thing I think that they'll be doing is constantly updating yes. the game. Yeah. Um, I think it keeps the game healthy, keeps the game interesting, and it has more people inclined to continually play it. But yeah, it also takes think... like 5,000 years just for any type of update just to be See, on Nintendo. Well, I think, I think Smash will actually get a different treatment. I think Probably Smash will. is gonna get is, is gonna get treated pretty well, and I think that we I think 
getting an update every like four updates a year doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility. I do want to see Rex and Pyra and Mithra. Hmm. Yeah, and I have Chronicles some, too. I have some speculation of, as to like the characters that could be in the game, and I, I already know like I need more the, ca- the players. They they already have decided the players that are going to be at E three. So never know, man. You never know what will be broadcasted. I I'm super Hello. excited. I want to just I just want to be the MC for the MC for like any E three thing. Mm-hmm. That'd just be fun. There's like a hit, like just give us like something, anything. Like, let me MC it. Just let me do it. I'll I'll clear up my entire Twitter. <laughs> oh my god! If Nintendo's like, hey, you want to MC? Okay, clear your Twitter. Done. No more. <laughs> no, no more of the. Uh, of no, the I'm gonna keep my likes, but I'm not gonna reply to any. That that's definitely something that a lot of people are gonna have to do in the community now is is yes. make sure that they're on their best behavior because Nintendo is always looking and they look for bad words too. They definitely look for like how people use their bad words. It, it's like I got lucky because I entered the scene and got involved with Twitter at a time where it was so like the norm was to act to esports. So I don't have anything like dirty on my Twitter. Um, and then when they hired me, and I found out they were looking. They were looking. They look at social media. Yeah, a lot. They yeah. actually will look up your tag and look up certain words that they want to just make sure you've never said. And like they've pulled me, they've pulled Gimmer, and they pulled um Apostle, and they pulled Logic aside. And they were like, "Yeah, we've all looked through your Twitters, uh, Vicky Logic. You guys are good, but you guys, you guys gotta work on your stuff." And I was like, "Oh my god, they really look at your Twitter." Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, they don't. Play. I was just like doing that because just in case, but they really do. They really do. They don't play. That's why I'm just like, there's no way in hell I would ever be on. Nintendo's good side <laughs> until like I just you know what I just wipe my Twitter and just start a new and it's like what's up everybody that that is up <laughs> everyone new year new me <laughs> it's, it's halfway new year it's halfway of 2018 it's brand Man, new that's crazy. <laughs> don't even say that right now you're so right it is <laughs> almost half of 2018 <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god that's crazy yeah dude it's kind of wild this year's flying no. Especially after January going, was like going faster than 2017. Jesus. January itself was like a whole year, and then after January ended, <laughs> it was literally like, all right, we're in March now. I was like, what happened to February? It don't matter, bro. We're in March. <laughs> I feel like February and October always feel like they just fly by because like October is where like everything happens for whatever reason. The summer, I feel like, is what stacks it up, and then after the summer, it's when you're like, oh, wow, guys, we're almost at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, wow, that's depressing. <laughs> the summer just flies by. All like, oh, my God, heat, and then you're just like, oh, coldness. Yeah. Even you got cold over there, 54 degrees and shit. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm so glad I'm in Miami right now, because yeah. Miami is, like, at 80-something degrees. Miami, we're, is, we're Miami is the home of the devil, apparently. <laughs> if, especially if you check my Facebook feed. Oh, my God. It's just... Dude. I, I, mean, rose, I rose Florida without even having to do anything, just post something. And everyone gets mad. It's like, D, why are you having to Florida? I'm like, look what Florida does. Yeah, to be fair, there are, like... Long subreddits of just like got weird for Florida crimes. The like hit that. and run in Miami and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard about that actually. Something's happening down here. Something crazy over. I'm pretty sure Max is traumatized from the things that he's seen <laughs> in Miami. Oh yeah, Max, you gonna learn. <laughs> you gonna <laughs> learn. You gonna learn. 
You <laughs> learn today, boy. Yeah, Tri State's very quiet. Let me tell you. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, the Midwest is the same way. Like we like got. You thought no. you saw some shit, nah, boy. Nah, nah, I ain't I, seen nothing until you see a gator pop out of a goddamn alley in there. I definitely have seen gators like on my way to TGL. Exactly. I've I've seen yeah I've seen gators on the way to TGL. I've also seen this video. It's really funny. It's like people who live in Florida versus people who don't live in Florida, and it's like two guys trying to play golf, and one guy gets the golf club and he like runs away, like holding it behind him, and then the other guy just taps the the, the tail of the alligator, and the alligator just runs away. <laughs> I was like, what? It's true. Yeah. It's like what man, back up, man. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, we got some other questions too. All right. Are there any other oh. fighting games that you guys play or want to play? I play Dragon Ball Fighters, so I recently uh, just got that game actually, and I've been playing it. Um, I still don't know it perfectly. I'm still learning the controls, but that is a game that I'd probably be interested in playing. Um, I haven't thought about casting the the game yet, but maybe you know, maybe again, I learn everything hands on. So the you more might I be learn able about to cast game, that, you might be able to cast it. Like you might have a it. good chance of casting because a lot of people want to cast it. Just. Mm -hmm. Heads up, the chat is just as bad as the Smash community. Oh, I, I know, I know. It's a, fight, it's a fighting game. It's like, what was you going to expect? Just, it's, it's not, not even that. It's, it's the lore. It's an fighting. anime fighting game. That like, is so true, So yeah. if you don't know the lore or if you don't even know what the hell you're talking about in the game itself, it's just like you were like literally like putting two rounds of like two shells, two shotgun shells wow. to your face. It's raging. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like you're the, trying to play Russian, you're playing Russian roulette with a full loaded magnum and everything. Oh <laughs> my god! You're so right, actually, though. That's so true. But the game is so fun, honestly. It's like it's so fun. explosive. Everything is so dramatic. I love how dramatic every character is. It's so funny. Welcome to Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. for real. I wish I played Dragon Ball. I wish I had Dragon Ball Z. The one game I've been still playing is Injustice. So good. And other than that, though, fighting game wise, I'm actually more of a of a FPS player. So, um, amongst Dragon Ball that I've recently picked up and Smash, I don't really play any more fighting games. But also, then, to finish up, I do play Brawl out still. Um, I'm going to get into FPS no again. I can't haven't been able to stream anything. Period. Like I'm, I got lucky today. <laughs> Just hijacked the Ethernet part. That's why. But no, we'll get back into um. First-person shooters, again. Yeah, that's that's always been the go-to game for me, only because that's what I basically grew up on when I was a little kid. I used to sneak on my dad's computer and play Counter-Strike. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't supposed to, like, so... I suck at them, but I'll enjoy the shit out of them, especially when I'm, if I'm playing with friends. Like, I won't, just, I won't foolishly rush in, but I'll be doing some shit. But, like... <laughs> like yeah. I, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to try to... Sh oh, okay, I got sniped. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you spawn. It's like people memorize where people spawn. Yeah. So if they have, like, um, uh, what's... uh. What's the what's the perk that you could add to your bullets so that way it, FMG yeah. I believe yeah so it go it pull, penetrates through the walls or through like anything and it, it hits you immediately and then you die. That, um, there was a <laughs> video that I used to that I say that I shared a while ago where it was a one v one and the dude had yeah the dude has the dude has the rifle and he he gets the first kill I think he gets like two kills on the dude right away. And then he just sits in the center, oh my and God. just keeps like rotating. Yes, that's yeah, from keeps, that's from Modern Warfare, actually. Yeah, Modern Warfare. He just yeah. keeps rotating. Just keeps. <laughs> <laughs> 
popping him every That's time it. he spawned. And I was just like, dude, what did you expect? Yep. <laughs> I know exactly what video you're talking about. It's all that map that they have the trailer, like the, yeah, the trailers the, and everything. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The cargo bins and all that. He's yeah, just I, popping I them. I think with the sniper that he had, he didn't even need the perk to go through walls. I think he just had to look and start shooting, and it would just automatically hit them. And he just had to memorize where he would spawn. Other than those games, though, like I definitely still play. I play Fortnite. I play PUBG. I play Overwatch. Obviously, all shooters. So those are the games I'm always playing if I if I'm not playing Smash. Yeah. Yo, D, why don't you play Fortnite? Why don't we play Fortnite at all? You have a PS4. I do. Yes. D, I've been telling you to get Monster I think Hunter. Everyone like has been telling me to now. get. Uh, look, man, everyone wants me. Look, all right, <laughs> viewers, if you want me to play some games, donate. Like, <laughs> I don't. We're trying to get money for more. We're trying to get. We're trying to raise funds for more mind game production. Anyway, like we're trying to get more better equipment and stuff. But if you guys want to yeah, help out, get a computer. Yeah, throw the donate and stuff. Like, I'm trying to get this computer, trying to get like better streaming quality things and everything. You know, life is hard. Life yeah, is hard. I definitely feel that. I, I, after my birthday comes up, I'm probably gonna be streaming a lot more often too. I know that's one thing that everyone's always asking me about was when I'm gonna stream. And it's just I just recently moved. Well, I didn't actually. It's been actually one exact year that I've moved to this new place. But this new place is built on old. Uh, it doesn't run with optic fiberglass for AT and T. Oh. So yeah, they actually use that, yeah. copper wires, so it, the internet isn't the best here. Ew. And yeah, I'm scared to stream here because I I don't want my stream to be but but. <laughs> yeah, eventually when I go back to California, I'll start streaming again. But we got good internet here and everything. It's just five roommates, so. Oh yeah. Best in the basement where there's. <laughs> I mean, what you gotta do is just get a bunch of um. What are they called? Power lines. Those, like, you plug the... Switch? You, can... you mean a switch? I, I don't know. Maybe. It, it's like you plug the power line into the wall and then get that... Have you seen that? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, those things are those things are godsend. Kid Editor has had another question for you, Kitty. Um, this is for Vicky. What has been your favorite place to visit throughout this year? Oh, that's tough. Um, I want to say it's a tie between Germany and Taiwan because both places, although like completely different, it was my first time traveling out of the country for Germany and seeing the worlds for, you know, at least Europe for what it was and seeing like trying different chocolate and different meat. They're so big on meat over there. It's oh, actually, yes. especially yeah, pork. Yeah. They love pork. And they love um, sausage. And yes, they do. And they had this amazing, what well, you'd put on top of a schnitzel, this sauce, this gravy mushroom sauce with onions that you could drip all over the schnitzel. And it was so good. Beer there was fantastic. The food there was probably the S tier thing of that trip. Um, aside from the architecture, I'm like really big on architecture. I love to see uh, the type of styles of houses and like buildings and stuff like that. So in Germany, that was also really cool. And seeing their public transport. Uh, but in Taiwan, that was a completely different experience for me because I was, for the first time, traveling on a plane for 26 hours. And Ooh. so, yeah, and, like I lost a day, but Ooh. then I gained back the same day. Yeah. It, it was My mind was everywhere. I felt delusional in a sense. You guys could talk to Austin about that. It was definitely a fun experience. But it was also because I was working with Blizzard, which is 
one of my dream companies to actually work with. So seeing hands on how they do their stuff and then comparing it to what I'm used to, that was an experience on its own. The food there was crazy. They even had absinthe normally poured into all their alcoholic drinks. So I was like, what? It's like, it's so legal here. You could just buy a bottle of absinthe and just take it with you. And it's like, that's crazy. I, I didn't even like, I didn't even know stuff like that that I learned while I was over there, but definitely between those two spots, I I love traveling too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, absolutely not. (laughs) They had these real cherries too that were like black cherries that they would add into the drinks with the absinthe, and it would give it like a fruity taste. It it was delicious. It was amazing, and like my whole idea of Asian food was just completely rewritten with what I tried in Taiwan because. It absolutely does not taste like any of the Asian food you've ever tried in the United States whatsoever. Oh, that's that's always one thing that I'm, you know, I I wish I could have more opportunities to travel because I know that, like, diehard foodie, super super foodie. So I I want all that street food because I know when I go to India, that's like one of the best things is the street food because mm-hmm. it's unlike anything you're ever gonna get otherwise. Speaking of street make food, my Snap and Instagram just nothing but just. I love food. Food is great, but it's so dangerous. It's like I'm I'm reaching a point in my life where I have to be careful with what I eat. But speaking of food out on the street, I actually went to one of the biggest night markets in Taiwan. So I tried the food from the night markets that they had there, and I saw like the crazy, the crazy food you that saw, you would you think that you would see. Yeah. You saw you saw balut, and you were like hell. Fucking no! I saw. I I, also, I actually tasted stinky tofu, and it was disgusting. Yeah, it, it's it's literally fermented tofu, and it smells disgusting. But they eat it like it's chocolate over there, and I was like, I actually almost threw up. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> definitely they forced some... me to eat it, so I was like, okay, I'll try it. Ah, there are, there are some some cultural things that like, you know, I. I like to think that I'm very, very open and accepting of like all foods, but I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna like casually sip water out of a half-developed like duck fetus. No. Oh no! It's so gross. Like or some of the cuisines where the food is like still alive, but it's all chopped up and cooked somehow. Well, I mean, if it's like all the, if it's anything, you know, octopus, squid. All of those muscles when you pour the the no no it. no I know what you're talking about I'm not talking about those those are dead I'm talking about an actual live. Fi- a live fish or a frog I didn't see that that's I, still um, alive and you're eating it as uh, it's, but it's no. all like actually cooked at the same time nope no, that's a nope. that's a that's a big negatory that's never a, I didn't see that didn't see that but I wouldn't y'all haven't lived that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and disagree on that one. I think Look, I'm okay man, with your Lacroix, <laughs> Lacroix, bubbly. You folks in your Lacroix, <laughs> soaking your Lacroix right now. Don't know what a fine life cuisine boy. <laughs> I like me some seltzer water and soda, please. Just, let me nice. let me dilute my Coca Cola, please. You bubbly... Still to this day, though, bias aside, Cuban food is still one of the best foods I've ever had. Oh yeah. Oh, and you so live to live in you live in Miami, so you get like yeah. the best Cuban food. Yeah, like, yeah. Get... The pastelitos every morning, cafe con leche, coladas. There's a there's like a, a really really famous um bread like a bakery in in Miami that pretty much provides 
all of the Cuban like roles. So all the famous the like like Cuban places to go to would be like Versailles. Um, another one is uh, oh, there's I, just, I literally just spoke about it. They're famous for their croquetas though. Um, oh, Isla de Canarias. Isla de Canarias is another one that has really good croquetas. Um, it's like the thing is in Miami is like every corner store, every bakery you see, it's gonna have amazing Cuban food. That's why it's yeah, like yeah. I really want a national. Like we had TGL to go out to handle, but that was like that wasn't near the Miami area. That was in the deep suburbs by the Everglades where the alligators live. Yeah, <laughs> far away from where like life really happens in Miami. But if you could, because it's since that's all the way west by the Everglades, if you just continuously go east towards the beach area, that's where all the like the good stuff is because that's where all the population is. Ah, yeah, it's great. Now I'm hungry. Really <laughs> I'm like. I'm actually a little hungry too. I'm always hungry. There's like nowhere I can get a Cuban around here. Yeah, that's another thing. Is it's scary for me to think that if I ever move out of this place, I'm you're never gonna, gonna have really. You're good... gonna have withdrawals. You're yeah. just gonna be so mad wherever you go. That I think I'm just gonna have it shipped to me. Like I'm gonna figure out some way to have it shipped to me. Yeah, I definitely had that when I moved away from the bay. I'm like, dude, I can't get seafood for like nothing. Like I. <laughs> Like, over there, I remember one day I bought two big steaks of swordfish for, like, $11. Oh, wow. If I to buy that here, that put me back at least 25 bucks. I'm like, no, I can't I can't get any good seafood anymore. Mm. So much Poor canned thing. tuna. <laughs> okay, final question before we have to wrap up this episode. So, From one Kid is a Iteris. general question for all of us. What was the greatest obstacle that you've ever overcome? Um, huh. Greatest obstacle would, uh, I would say there was two of them that are probably on the same level. One of them was traveling alone to a different country for the first time all by myself. I was terrified. I literally cried the day before because I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, I've never even traveled out of the United States. Nonetheless, a country that doesn't even speak English. Um, I was freaking out, but it was one of those big opportunities where it's like, you need to do it because it will elevate your career to a level that you wouldn't probably get another opportunity to do something like that again. Um, and thanks to me actually going out, I had a great time. I did miss home like on the third day. I was there for a week, but I did miss home and Thanks to that, I was able to go to Taiwan carefree, knowing what basically what to expect. Um, although different country, obviously, it still was similar in how I was going to go about things when it came to traveling, uh, making sure that the outlets were all okay. That definitely freaked me out, seeing that the outlets were all different in Germany. I was like, how am I supposed to charge my phone? How yep. am I going to contact anyone? And then nonetheless, the hotel had the outlets, the converter outlets that you could change into, the little two dots. Um mm -hmm. So traveling out of the country by myself and learning how to do so was one of them. And another one was what we discussed earlier on basically trying to develop a thicker skin and having a proper mindset into pursuing what you want to do without anyone trying to hold you back. All right, Prime, you go. Um, oh, God, for me, it's got to be just fighting depression. I mean, it's been, you know, it's been something I've dealt with for a long time, but... I've hit those points where like I won't leave my room for four or five days at a time. And so getting over that and, and kind of reaching, and I'm, I don't even think I'm, I've reached kind of where I want to reach right now, but doing this and, and kind of 
readjusting so I can go back and finish up at Stanford and keep working in gaming. Hopefully, try to get a job with with CJ and Showdown if if all the cards line up. But uh, the the constant fear in my head that what I'm doing isn't enough. That's the hardest thing for me to overcome on a regular basis. Okay, I got a few. Um, first one was way when I first actually joined the scene. Um, overcome my abrupt, my extreme shyness and antisocial. I mean, I'm still antisocial, but it wasn't as bad as when I first was in the scene. Where, literally, if you had met me the first time, you would not think I am this person that you see now. So, like, uh, I had this abrupt fear of ever posting on a message board. Because I was afraid of getting last out or just getting yelled at because I always got yelled at when I was a kid. So, just just for, like, asking the question... So I had to overcome my fear of finally asking if anyone wanted to play Smash in my in my state when I didn't know of anything, and that's how I hosted my first tournament actually. Um, the second one uh, is a recent one. It kind of brought back my antisocialness, but I had to finally overcome. Yeah, it was literally this year or like late last year that I finally overcome. Uh, forgiving my overcome the death of my friend that I always blamed that I could have prevented him from dying because I brought him into the Smash community. And when we were finally going to get, we had like a big ass hiatus during brawl time just before Thanksgiving, yeah, literally Thanksgiving, um, Black Friday, where. If I decided that if I picked him up that morning and not go there that night, he wouldn't have died in his sleep from a seizure. And I had a fine, like, it took me literally five years just to forgive myself while everyone else was telling me it was never my fault to begin with. But everyone knew that I had to overcome that. But it literally, <clears throat> like, ever since then, I literally couldn't open myself as much as I wanted to to anyone in the community especially like any newcomers because back in the day I would let anyone come in with open I would let anyone in open arms and all of that and it was rough after that like afterwards like still I haven't really gone to any locals or stuff because well one I like to do Smash Fests more than I like to do go to tournaments regardless but um yeah, it was it, that was a really rough obstacle to overcome. Another one I'm overcoming is just me being um. Other other obstacle me to stop being lazy as fuck. So <laughs> I'm on that train right now. I need yeah. to. I need to. Stop I need to stop lazy. that. <laughs> it's the lack of yeah. energy, to be quite honest. I I don't really know what it is, but lately it's it's been a thing for a few months where it's like the lack of energy, and I think that's why I mentioned like. I need. I think it has to do with my eating habits, where I'm trying to. I, I need to try to cut down, or at least try to eat better to store up that energy. Because I blame winter. I feel like humans are supposed to hibernate, and we just don't do it. So. <laughs> I mean, kind of on that on that note, there was a paper that came out like two or three days ago, actually, that stated that the long term dopamine and norepinephrine benefits of an improved diet 
are even better than that of adding more friends and like more social interaction. I believe it. I was really before Smash. <laughs> before Smash, I was a lot more active. Um, and then as you know, traveling think, and eating more, it's like not because helped. it has to be because of the diet. Because you know, like before Smash, you know, like since. Well, before Smash for you guys, it's probably when you guys were still in school and everything, but yeah. Before Smash was me, it was Good when Lord. I was before it was school. But, you know, like, how lunch always had, like, that balance, like, how school had that balance between, like, lunchtime, gym, and other yeah. shit, and then you... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we always had that energy because we had, like, something to eat in between, and then we were doing, like, some type of activity. So, I actually started picking up, like, I went started to go to the gym and everything, and I started to realize, like, if I start eating around certain times and then I'll go just do things just to do it, like something with some form of activity that keeps my body active, I have a lot of damn energy later on for whatever I need to do, like somewhere down the week. And I'm just like, oh, this is what it feels like to be a kid again. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Dang, I need to get on that, actually. Yeah. I'll, I'll try that out. I run, what times would you eat? Like, dude, I eat any time of the day. But um, there used to be like, <laughs> I mean, I've been, no, I've been real, well, having real a talk. lot more energy just by limiting. I, I do not eat after nine p.m. That's very smart, and I wish I had that that willpower. But man, am I hungry right now? <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. Like I have to. Like nine, yeah, nine p.m. T- tends to be my my cutoff, and then on on in the morning, like I want to act. Uh, you you want to jumpstart your metabolism first thing when you wake up so like wake up go downstairs i make a bowl of oatmeal that gets my my body kick-started mine was bad because i was only i would literally like only eat like once a day and everyone like just knows that i eat a lot but i'm just like dude only eat like once a day but i just do when i eat i just throw down like i just i'm like a cow on a farm just grazing the entire time until i'm like i'm good (laughs) and after that i'm just like all right I'm gonna go to sleep and then I just sleep the entire day and then go to work and just repeat the same process. I'm like, man, why do I have any energy left? <laughs> yeah, I feel that 100. percent That's what I'm trying to overcome too. Because with energy, I get to fi- I get to finally do other stuff. You know, like stuff with streaming potentially that I could actually prepare it. Um, you know, leveling up something that I may have planned in my head to like like Dragon Ball. I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to learn this and this and this, and I have yet to do it because. <laughs> Sorry, that's my sister. <laughs> that's hilarious. I hope everyone saw that. I missed it. Dude, I was tabbed out. We I got vods. It. We got vods, so we're good. <laughs> All right. Well, Sorry. I, mean, I think I think we've uh, we've had our fill of. We game. went over time. We went we, a little over. We almost did this with Kelsey too. That was the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing our limits. Yeah, it's a lot to talk about, especially with the announcement of the new Switch coming out. The yeah. new Switch coming out, so it's like. And we were just know. shooting the breeze, just chilling, just talking. Yeah, it's like, definitely comfortable. Nice, nice, you know, combo sesh, guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone. That is it for this week of Mind Games. Again, thank you again, Vicky Kitty, for being our special guest for this week's episode. Um, I know we missed. A couple guys like hugs. Um, who else did we miss, Brian? Uh, Justin last week. Yeah, and um, I felt really awkward about that one. I was just like, I'm trying to explain. Yeah, we have to reschedule. It was bad. Like it was real bad. I didn't have internet, so I just. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, but it was great. Like, we had Vicky on this week. We're definitely going to have to reschedule with him because that's a really important topic that we want to cover. But thank you all for everyone that was answering, that was asking questions and that we were answering. Vicky for being so fun. I'm just looking at this hand. There's a hand. Thanks for the mysterious hand in the background. I don't even think she got anything. She just reached over, couldn't reach, realized she couldn't reach, and then... Yeah, it was <laughs> immediate. Got fear. Cu- we got cousin It's daughter featured in our stream right now too. So. Come here, cousin It. Come. Got we, got, we got the thing. I mean, <laughs> things daughter, cousin. But yeah, niece, next week. Uh, next week is Patty, the the speedrunner. If you watched ADG, AGDQ, um, I think the last day he. Oh no, not I think. He was commentating the the that, link between that Spike Vegeta too. No, no, no. That one's the week after or two weeks after. Two weeks after, I think. Cool. Um, but no, he he did the commentary for the Link to the Past randomizer at GDQ. That was fun. That was super fun, and <laughs> fun. and Patty is an absolute riot. Um, if you haven't checked out his stream, he's he's great. So I mean, we could how we could throw a host his way. I think is he streaming? He should be streaming. I think he's streaming. Hi, hi, Vicky's sister. They say hi. She threw no. She hi. threw another sign. Like she keeps like popping in and like throwing oh. peace signs. Oh, and say hi. Hi. Hello. That's my sister. No one ever sees her, but she's she's like a basically a mini me. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you definitely play Overwatch, but you could stay in flat. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Dude, she didn't even keep it alone. Oh my god! How are you gonna do that to your sister? Brutal. I love her. I love her oh so much. She's so God. funny. Brutal. <laughs> oh my you? gosh. But all right, we gotta close up. Thank, thank you all for tuning all right. in. This all right, guys. It was a pleasure. And Vicky, Toodles. later.